Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Only let go of me. I think you're worth on my neck, me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here. The martini, shaken, not stirred. Hello, kiddies! You may fire when ready. In the red corner, standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds, is the Eclectic Collective! Okay, soldiers, are you ready to become one with the group? Oh, God, are you kidding me? Time to rally the troops with a little rally cadence. Here we go. Company, quick time, march! Mama, mama, here we go. Mama, mama, here we go. Dinner was great, now let's start the show. Dinner was great, let's start the show. A, B, A, C, A, B, B. A, B, A, C, A, B, B. I met a girl and she ran from me. I met a girl and she ran from me. I have social anxiety. I have social anxiety. And I see boobs, I start to pee. And I see boobs, I start to pee. Mom told me to get a job. Mom told me to get a job. To clean my room and filthy slop. What's okay. going on? on over here. What the hell's going on? I mean, are you. I may have cried a bit. Oh, God, here goes therapy. You guys are my only friends. Not really. I don't really talk. I don't know what he's talking You're a moron. Where did come from? Oh, God, I'm scared. Dude, you okay? You seriously crying, man. Boy, don't you worry about my tears. These are soldier tears. And they only come out when my face needs moisture. Calm yourself, man. It's just a... Don't you tell me to calm down. I'm the senior officer here, and I tell you to calm down. Maybe you should rage up, but we are about to go against an enemy that is ruthless, and we will take everything they hold dear. Okay, seriously. I don't know who you are, but you need to get it together and realize this is just... This is my last warning to you maggots! 
One more outburst of insubordination, and I will kick your butts back to... Hey, get your butt up here and take out the trash! <laughs> Sorry, guys. I have to sign off. Coming, mother! Can you believe this guy? I know. A grown man still living at home with his mother? Actually, I was talking about how you forgot to take out the trash. If I forgot to take out the trash, I'd be grounded for two weeks. Okay. Guys, this is some riveting conversation, but can we please get back to Fortnite? Oh, yeah. Let's oh, yeah. Let's, let's do it. Down, down, down. 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 Let's do it. Welcome to the Eclectic Collective Show, where when you say jump, we say, yeah, right. I'm Matt. I'm Ryan. I'm Brian. I'm Jim. Uh, we took a little break so we could do some late summer vacations for our sanity. Uh, you know, I went white water rafting. I think, you, Brian, you did some white water rafting too, didn't you? I did, and it was fantastic. Jim, what you, would you do on your little time off? I went up into coal country, into Kentucky. You went to Kentucky. Yeah. Oh. Was that vacation for you? That doesn't sound like vacation. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was time <clears throat> it was driving Kentucky. in the car, and it was Kentucky. I mean, you know. And Ryan, you didn't move, did you? Nope. Did not move. <laughs> I did schoolwork. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's fun. I had to do some schoolwork in between yeah. there, but, you know. No, but I did nothing. Uh, after you listen to our show, uh, comment on our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Tell us what if, if you took a big trip this summer and uh we'll share it and uh maybe we can work it out to where the best trip will win a prize or something sure. um before we get into the show we want to thank the men and women of the armed forces for their sacrifice and service to ensure our freedom also we remember those who have lost their lives in the 9-11 attacks our thoughts and prayers are with the families who have lost you know this this past week was uh the anniversary of 9-11 um, so how you guys feeling tonight? I'm good, man. I'm ready to be back at it. Yeah. Good. <laughs> three, what? Three weeks? Three, yes, three weeks. Yeah. I was kind of lost. You know, there's a couple of Fridays I was like, uh, you know, ready to do it. And then re- remember that we're taking a little break. <clears throat> and that shows you how sad his life is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That skit was not at all a reflection of my life. Didn't have to be written or anything. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to sound not as, con- I was told that. There's some words I say that are really country, like Brian's name. I guess that's some uh, a poopaw coming out, like Brian, Brian, you know, Brian, Brian. Brian. So I'm going to try to Brian. I'm going to enunciate the vowels in your name. You have the wrong and fastest on the wrong syllable. (laughs) (laughs) Also, guys, so I stepped out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I, I had surgery this week. You know, Monday I had surgery on my left hand, and I did a lot of binge binge watching of tv shows i stepped out of my comfort zone and i just pressed play and i watched the entire jack ryan yes and castle rock awesome uh, shows and uh the, i binged those shows which were amazing if you haven't watched those shows uh brian hasn't seen castle rock or you haven't watched jack ryan 
You, on your vacation, if you find yourself, you need something to do, just press play. Those I promise two shows you. are they're <laughs> awesome. And uh, I'm still on Mayans. Mayans is great still. Yeah. Well, the, the sad thing is you can't binge the Mayans. I know, man. That's the only thing See, I that's hate. When we, when we had our uh, episode about access to entertainment, that's what I told you guys. I was like, if I have my choice... I want you to give me the whole season. Yeah. Yes. But then again, I don't want you to give me the whole season because if you give it to me, I'm going to watch the whole thing. And now i got to wait an entire year yes. almost <laughs> for the next season. And I'm like, oh, Yeah, there's gosh. definitely some pros and cons. And, you know, and I also, I really love 10 episode, 8 or 10 episode seasons. I'm a big fan of 10. I think yes. 10 is the sweet spot. 10 yes. is the sweet spot. You know, yeah. out, you can make them an hour long. You don't yes. have to have any filler shows, quotations. And I, I think that's perfect, especially yeah. Jack Ryan, because every single second of that show had me. Like I did yeah. not want to close my eyes and take my eyes off. Eyes off. I that mean, you show. think about if you think about ten one-hour <laughs> episodes, that's like five movies. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's, I gotta I mean, say, that's, yeah. that's a great series with a like serious movie actor. Yes. Who's doing a yeah. show? Like, Absolutely. Which amazing. Is just amazing. Yeah. Is like amazing. Jack Ryan's amazing. I got to finish Castle Rock, but. Also, I got to keep thinking and plug again. I'm excited. One more month. Ray Donovan. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what I need to do. Oh, yeah, that is what I need, need to, to catch do. up on last season because I, I haven't watched I'm last there. season. I'm already caught up. Yeah, I'm ready I'm caught for up. That's what I keep thinking. It's it. just like, man, now that I'm done with these, now I got Donovan. Perfect. That, so I have another month. I, I could do that. And, and, what's, and what's great is I could is probably you got, do that this weekend. What's great is you got football to tide you over for a Exactly. You got Tennessee at UTEP. Yep. And, yeah, so let's go and do announcements. Uh, with Jim, Jim, any sports announcements this week? Um, you know what? Honestly, I'm gonna just admit to everybody I did not come in prepared for that. Uh- <laughs> well, we could we could just um, like you know, uh, you know, I heard um, you know, Taylor Lewan and uh, Conklin are out uh, mon- uh Sunday. Yeah. Um, for the Titans, yeah. uh, Devontae Freeman is not playing Sunday. Uh. I didn't. I don't think they disclosed the uh, seriousness of his knee injury, but mm-hmm. it is a knee injury, mm-hmm. and that's going to hurt the Falcons. But on the bright side, I have Julio Jones. Maybe they'll throw it to him. <laughs> so I need the fantasy points. So maybe um, they'll go from the run game to the pass game. We were talking about this earlier. <laughs> um, you know, uh, we follow the Redskins and making history. Adrian Peterson. Uh, scored um, his hundredth rushing touchdown of his career with the Redskins this past week on on their first opening season game, ties him with the seventh overall of mm. all time. So that's why he's in my fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Peterson was a gamble though. Yeah, he was. because he was. you you didn't know you didn't know how they were going to utilize yeah him. utilize him because. Bringing in Alex Smith, he is a passer. He's not a, a handoff kind of he's, guy. He's he's like West Coast. He likes the West Coast running yes. gun, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes. So. And, you know, even though Redskins have always been stacked at running back, even our backups are great backup running backs. They've still always been a ground and pound type yes, team. Yes. They've always gone back and forth. But bringing in Alex Smith just showed me yeah. that they weren't going to concentrate as much on the yeah. running back. That's why they brought in Peterson, a veteran running back. Who yeah. Regardless, we'll get you three yards but, down. Yeah. But see, let's see. Yes, <clears throat> but in the fantasy draft, where I was picking seventh, and had already kind of really filled my um, 
kind of already filled the slots. And I was able to, at our, what was it, the 11th pick mm-hmm. out of 15, I was able to then come down and find Adrian Peterson still on the board. We, I mean, yeah, I mean, come well, on. That, you know, the same thing happened to me. Uh, no one touched Deion Lewis for, oh, yeah. I don't know how many rounds in yeah. our fantasy. And I was like, God, they, they're not going to spend that money on Lewis and, and keep him safe during this him. preseason to not play him. Yeah. And no one touched him. I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and get him as my starter. So far, it's paying off. Um, any other significant injuries? Have you heard anything no. about Devontae Freeman was the big one. I know yeah. someone in our league is going to get hurt. No, I'm kind of I'm kind of after traveling and everything. I'm just now kind of getting back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so I'm I'm gonna I was going to start digging in. I'm I'm settled at home now, and so this weekend I've got tons of time. I was going to start doing my my sports analysis this weekend. So. Well, my Red Sox are over 101 wins. I saw so. that. Yeah. I saw yeah. that. Uh, now, if they can just take that to the playoffs, <laughs> I will be happy. Don't get swept your first series. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, Ryan, do we have any entertainment news? Yeah, we got a few things. Uh, I'll get to the big news probably at the end. But Jordan Peele is in talks to redo Candyman. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he's writing in, it too yeah. or directing? No, both? he's doing them both. Oh, writing yeah. and directing. Yeah. Okay. Man. He wants nice. to do the whole like thing. That. Love it. Also, I was happy about this. Jim and Matt and Brian, y'all will probably be too. So Neil Purvis and Robert Wade are returning to kind of follow what Danny Boyle is late departure from the last Bond, Bond 25. Oh. And they've hired the writers of Skyfall to write this movie. Oh, yes. Yes. Jim, do your giddy yes. dance. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, that's, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's big news right there. So I'm excited about that. Also, I guess. The and they've news. already named it False Guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. I'm totally down with that. Uh, let's see. Predator. The Predator has been released today. It's getting bad reviews, uh, but that don't mean nothing. Ah, uh, man. Every movie I want to see gets yeah, bad reviews. Also, let's go on and get it out there. So DC. Yeah, is yeah, that all I got to yeah. say? Really? I mean, I know. Yeah, I you know, and I'm DC forever, but I'm gonna blame this on Warner Brothers. I'm not yeah. gonna blame it on DC. DC, it's the DCEU. Yeah, yeah it's Warner the DCEU. It's Warner Brothers. I don't know if they're just sitting in a room and flips coins or smokes weed and it's just like, what are we gonna do this week, man? What are we gonna do? let's let's change it up, man? Let's make a hey, I got an idea. This week, let's have someone else play Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny. Like, even probably our listeners, all I had to say was DC, and y'all knew what I was Everybody knows. Henry yeah. Cavell is supposedly, supposedly, I mean, even though they, out they haven't had an official official. Yeah, I mean, he, he came back and said he had a comment about it, but right. it was very vague and not, you know, explaining anything. I you'll find think, out more at New York Comic Con. I think in October. that's just a I mistake. think that's where you'll hear. Like, not saying that Cavell's my favorite, but Cavell is a good Superman. He's a great. I think for right I think now, I think he's really good. I think if I could have him as Superman, I'm and tell you right now, Ralph as Clark Kent, I think I'd be all right. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I mean, they could just keep moving on with it. I mean, the only person that I wish would they would just get out. <laughs> guess who? Ben Affleck. I, well, I heard I that. I can't stand I heard Henry Cavill. Yeah, I heard See, there's rumors that when Henry Cavill was out, he already said that he was finding his way out. Which is two, which kind of... Okay, so the Batman character you can replace easily. And 
you could really replace the actor easily with. But I don't think you can set this up with the multiverse. I don't think you can set it up without bringing them back for at least one more movie. Yeah, one more movie. But that's you know, if they're out, he's already contracted for Batman. So I don't know if he's going to do that, then be out. Which if they could do Batman and kill him off, maybe, and then go to a new Batman, I don't know, but. Yeah, that's no, what no, I'd yeah, be down I, for it. I didn't mean to like get too excited. No, but that, that reminded me whenever you said Batman about Ben Affleck or Jim, whatever. But uh, there's already somebody that's expressed his interest in taking over the Cape Crusader, which some people might have a big problem with. But you know what? People have problems with Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, whatever. Yeah. But uh, Mad Men star John Hamm. Oh, I can he's see wanting that. to. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can he, see he's that. he's very interested in playing Batman. I'm so. a John Ham. Yeah, I like fan, John Ham. So yeah, I am such a I can see that. Are you saying he's gonna go ham on it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I like John Ham. Like you said, like he's, yeah. So I could see that, but yeah, that's the entertainment news. My thing, my thing with the Superman characters, I heard that you know a lot of people want Michael B. Jordan, which I'm fine with. Because right now, Michael B. Jordan can do no wrong. Even in the Fantastic Four movie that everybody hated, yeah, I, I thought did. he was one of the best ones in that movie. Uh, I didn't care. If they go I back, liked it. If, yeah, I liked it. if they go back and really bring in the multiverse and That's introduce him as Calvo, way. I will totally dig it. That's the only way they That's can the only do way it. They work. cannot do it any he way. can't continue but that's, the story. That's a lot of work yes. that yeah. they would have to do. In one movie. In one movie, like they did with Batman versus Superman. I, again, yeah. going back to this, man, I think they rushed to the to Justice League too quick. I yeah. do. Okay, if Warner Brothers was smart, which they haven't been, if Warner Brothers was smart with Henry Cavill out, Ben Affleck on his way out, I, I would hate to do it, but I would just restart and take the formula from Marvel, which sucks because Gal Gadot and uh, Jason Momoa, J- Jason Momoa or whatever. Uh, are two of the best parts of DC right now. Because yes. I mean, I, I'm excited about the Aquaman movie, yes. but ever since they released or whatever is happening with Henry Cavill, I'm not as excited about this Aquaman movie. I really yeah, think not, yeah. that Henry Cavill, with all this rumor about Henry Cavill until there's anything, Any I resolve. think that's going to hurt the sales of that movie because they're going to be like, why am I going to go see it? Because they're what are not going to continue What anything. are you building to? Yeah. You know? It's, it's just going to be its own thing now. I'm know? sorry. I'm sorry, DC. But Marvel has set the bar. Yes. Okay. They've been yeah. setting the bar for the last what twenty years, yeah. and so if you want to get in, get a skin in this game, you're gonna have to follow. You don't have. You can tell your stone stories. You can tell them your way. You can build up your own way. But you're gonna have to follow a similar yeah. pattern. That, that Marvel. I'm gonna call that, it the Marvel, the Marvel formula. formula. We're gonna that, wonder why, like Aquaman, Marvel like the Knights. first week, like reports are gonna be like. There's just a lot of female fans coming to see yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jason Momoa yeah, and no shirt yeah, the entire that's, movie. That's, that's all they want to see. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple announcements. <laughs> uh, uh, Marie Severin, a Severine, Severine. It, it's actually uh, what, what is that? Uh, Umlau on the uh, last e. It's like a I can't pronounce her last name, but she's a le- legendary comic book artist. She died at 93. She worked for Marvel for a long time. She was one of the only ones to receive the 
from her golden age era to receive the Will Eisner Hall of Fame award. Oh wow! Uh, and she she passed away a week and a half ago. She worked on Doc, her. She got famous through Doctor Strange. Worked on Submariner and Hulk, and she was one of the first artists in the early X Men. Nice. And she's passed away. Uh, Sad. And uh, the great Burt Reynolds, yeah. the Almighty Bandit, may he rest in peace, uh, has passed away. Um, and I, I heard some news about Illumination got the rights to do a Mario movie. Really? Yeah, Super Mario movie. And I don't know, I heard. That they want to make it a live action, uh, you know, and I'm like, you know, Illumination is genius with animation. I'm fine if they take Super Mario and do an, an animation. Yeah, but movie. a lot that's that's. Mm. I don't know. That's I, a slippery slope okay, going you, live have y'all action. Gone back, have y'all gone back and watched the old Mario? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, okay, I liked it only because nostalgia. That's the only reason. Yeah. It's a horribly it's made a movie. horrible yeah. movie. Very and, terrible. Like, they destroyed a lot of what made Mario Mario. Yeah. But because yeah, of the nostalgia, it I, I liked it. But yeah, it's, it's hard to watch. Yeah. So, but Big if they were time. to do a live action, you would have to stick really close to the Nintendo stuff yes um, to make it a good movie uh, also this past week Spider-Man there was a new Spider-Man game that came out in PS4 it beat the record for the fastest selling game uh, or of, it sold out the fastest than any uh, game that's ever come out nice even with all the digital it was I think Stores were not counting on people buying the discs because a lot of people buy digital now. Yeah. Uh, but it sold out in two and a half hours. Wow. Like it, no one was expecting this. And God of War, the latest God of War, was the recent uh, hol- uh, record holder. And now the Spider Man had got a little buzz and then they sold out in like two and a half hours. Wow. So, uh, and that's even with digital released 10 hours earlier. That's which was a big, which was a big thing. Like when I saw that, uh, because you were, if you bought it on uh, on your PlayStation or Xbox, you were uh, they, you know, they go ahead and download it the uh, Friday before the release. Okay. So you already have it downloaded, but they keep a lock on it so you can't access the game. Every game does it. Yeah. And on PlayStation or Xbox, I know for a fact on PlayStation, uh, Xbox, I don't know. But you were allowed to access it 10 hours earlier than the disc, you okay. know, when you can get the disc. All right. Uh, and even with that, you know, people could play it earlier. The The disc, hard disc, still sold Was out. Was there an advantage? Like, did the disc have something? Did the hard copy have something with it that the download didn't? Not that I know of. of. Yeah. I mean, even with even the digital, you have, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, you have three different downloads where you can get all anything that's, you know, any DLCs you, or anything Let me like ask that. you this, though. So it sold out the quickest in history. Yes. Did, did what kind of numbers did they do on their sales? Did they how did they sell what, with, with a number of units? Did they just not make enough units, or with the number a number of question. units that I, moved? I, I didn't look that much into it. Uh, like you know, you, you, know, you, you, know you get going. those details. Yeah, like uh, like it, they didn't produce enough mm-hmm. discs. Right. Yeah, that's where that's what my assumption is. Is that they were thinking because digitally you can get it ten hours earlier, you can get almost a yeah. half day earlier, and. Uh, 
you know, it's right there. I mean, so you, I mean, so like if the best selling game in history sold five million copies, right. in, you know, and in, in release, but I only produced five hundred thousand copies of this game and it yeah. sold out the quickest. I see why it sold out the quickest. You didn't make them. You didn't you make them. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I would have to imagine that there is a base number that you have to have out because God of War broke the record last time. Okay, so I would guess, you know. What I, I I would guess there is a you know minimum, definite number minimum, minimum number, number that you would have to release because you know Best Buy would be your main store now because mm-hmm. they're the ones the that one, yeah. you know if you don't go to GameStop you have to go to Best Buy and Best right. Buy can hold more than GameStop because they're a bigger store and True. they have more store more Best Buys than GameStops. True. Uh, so yeah, that's that, that's all my announcements. Uh, Brian, anything? Air no. breathing, <laughs> just want to breathe. breathing air, just breathing air. I'll yes. come pre- more prepared for sports next time. I was not. I had to do all my research for this episode. That's yeah, where my time went. Well, let's jump into the mm-hmm. uh, general discussion. Uh, if you were to join the military, what? Whoa, whoa, bur- whoa, whoa. Uh, whoa. Oh, I did it. See, I caught it. You caught it. I caught it. You know what, Jim? Go ahead and tell what we're talking. <laughs> what about. What is this general discussion we're talking about? <laughs> yes. Yeah, see, I did it. I told you I was going to do it. I, I was going <laughs> to bring that today's in. Today's topic <laughs> is military comedies, both television and movie. Yes, and we're going to talk about uh, uh, some celebrities. Also, mm-hmm. uh, who were in the military or who joined the military? That was the uh, the part I struggled. I couldn't. <laughs> anybody? Yeah, no, any? No. any yeah. Did yeah. you find did anybody here find anything with a celebrity joining the military after they were celebrity? No, that was no. my. That, that, was, was, that the, was that was the one part that might be a null and void part. I did find one. You did find one. All right, Jim one. might be the only one. It was funny, like to... whenever I was doing that, I almost texted you. Then I was like, "No, if I text him, he's like, dude, search harder." I just yeah, found I, I searched a long <laughs> yeah. time yeah. and I couldn't find. I found anything. one. Okay, and it's my mic drop moment on my nuggets of knowledge today. Awesome, that perfect because <laughs> none of us will have anything in that. In today's corner of nuggets of knowledge, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be my next podcast. I'm making nuggets of Jim's knowledge. nuggets of Jim's knowledge. Nuggets of knowledge. Um, yeah, so jump right in. Thank you. I, I knew I would forget to inform. <laughs> <laughs> inform us. What's the title <laughs> of the show? Yeah. Licky boom boom. Licky yeah. boom boom. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to join the military, what branch would you have joined? And where do you see yourself going in that career? I'm going to start with Ryan. <laughs> I would have, without a doubt, joined the Navy. Only because in the Navy. Not because of that song. But <laughs> I would have joined the Navy going, you know what, the Navy? How hard can that be? My dad was a Marine. My grandfather's an Army. I was like, I'm going to Navy. But see, I would do it. I know I would have. I guarantee it. Some girl would have been like, I just love military guys. And I was so, I'd have been the one going, Military guys, sign me <laughs> yeah, up, yeah, baby. Where I go, and I would think that I'm going to get buff and mm-hmm. like you know learn this, <laughs> go on a boat for a while. But really, in reality, I would be like Vincent D'Onofrio from Full Metal Jacket, <laughs> <laughs> like, or John Cena. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I imagine you like a chef, more like a Buckman. <laughs> <laughs> Buckman, 
<laughs> See, I would also imagine myself like under siege, like Steven Seagal, like going, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. that would happen. Yeah, being, having the simplest yeah. job, but underneath you're like a secret ninja who yeah. could yeah. kill with a straw yeah. or something. Yeah. But none of that would happen. None of that. None of it. How about you, Brian? See, I also would think Navy for me, but chosen probably by a drunken bet. You know, that I lost. <laughs> so there was like, you know, got real drunk. We just, you know, hey, where do you... And then I just end up flipping a coin and, oh, crap, I'm in the Navy. Yeah. Now, of course, I joined the Navy and, you know... In my mind, I think something like, oh, man, I'm like Hunt for Red October type stuff. Or yeah. I'm in a submarine or I'm on a ship and something cool's going on. But in reality, the highest rank I ever got was mess hall chef or something. <laughs> you know, and, I, and I never got any further than that. You know, Petty like, officer, pe- laundry Petty officer, guy. Lunge, laundry, <laughs> <Yep>. yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jim? So um, I, I there's a couple of jobs that I think I would love to have. Mm-hmm. Both of them, I would, I would think I would want to go in the Marines. And the reason why I say Marines beyond anything else, in my brain, in my world, after all the things <laughs> I've consumed in my brain, for some reason, it just the Marines have the most prestige. Um, you know, because, um, you know, the Navy, they just ride around on boats. The Air Force, ride around on <laughs> planes. Uh, you know the, the army cooler. The, it, you know, when you think of the army, I know there are some. Har- I know personally some hardcore, you know, BA guys that mm-hmm. were in the army and uh, girls too. But for some reason, in my brain, for some reason, when I think of the military, there's just a prestige about the Marines for some yeah. reason, and I feel like I would want to <laughs> go into the Marines. Um, going into the Marines, there's two different jobs I'd love to have, and there's a couple of reasons why. The first one would be combat camera operator. And this person, this is a real <laughs> wow, job. This is really? a real job. This is a real job. You are a soldier, okay? Uh-huh. You go through the same training. Uh, you carry the weapons. You still go into combat. But as a combat uh, combat camera operator, they literally strap GoPros to your entire body. I was just going to say, do you, are you strapped up with weapons and everything and then a GoPro? You are a it. soldier. You're a standard Marine but with GoPros all around your body. <laughs> all right. So, have to get some good footage today. So, so I was thinking, I was like, number one, you would have the best camera footage in the world to make some awesome videos with. Yeah. And just think about carrying a green screen into training combat and putting it into the field, videoing all the people parachuting down. Then on your green screen, you can put up a whole bunch of bombs exploding and play the Gap Band. You dropped a bomb on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, there's so much you could do with that footage. Yeah. I mean, um, the other thing I was thinking, and you're going to think, what? Recruiting officer and why? <laughs> why? Yeah, why? Why, yeah, why, why recruiting though? officer? Because I could sit around writing scripts for the next person to walk in the door. What am I going to say to this next person (laughs) that walks in the door? And it'd be something like, let me ask you a question. Do you like guns? Of course you do. Do you like big boats? Who doesn't? (laughs) Would you like firing big guns off of big boats and racking up more experience than you ever could in Call of Duty? 
Decide on the dotted line, son, and I'll put you on the next big gun-toting boat to Awesome Town, where you're going to earn several degrees. You're going to get an AD and AK, a BA and being a BA, and a PhD and being a chick magnet. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. How many people would I get signed up? And then I actually go over and we're like, I'm going to find that recruiting officer and I'm going to kill him <laughs> if I survive this. <laughs> Oh man! Well, you know, I I lived the Top Gun fantasy all the way Air through Force. high school. <laughs> but you know, Top Gun was Navy. But you oh, know, right. yeah, uh, right. high school. You know, we only had Air Force ROTC in our in our thing. And I did the whole thing. Like I was like, I'm gonna join. I'm gonna go to Colorado to the Air Force Academy. I'm gonna you know become a pilot. I had everything set up. And then the, you know they find out that one little risk, that health risk. You know, if you had any kind of bone injury or anything, or he had like a reoccurring health thing, then Mm -hmm. you become a risk, and then they'll just put a gun in your hand and send you over, and you know, to to do the dirty work. So, but you know, when I was in, uh, I I would have joined the ROTC, did the uh, you know, flight academy, did the flight program, become a pilot, and but they would have given me like scrub missions. You know, like to fly over a certain part of the water and look for like I don't know, like boats or something. And um, but if like I could see myself actually getting into that and then screwing something up really big, <laughs> like actually getting in the plane and then going past like the no fly zone or something, because I'm on like a joyride and I'm outside the zone and the guys in the back like you need to turn around. Oh my god! I was. Airplanes were always out of the question for me because I, I was born with the worst eyesight in history, so there was no way I was ever going to... No one's yeah, ever going to let me fly a plane. But you know what I picture right now? Now that I'm, I'm he's saying Air Force, I see this. If it's panned in in the cockpit, it's like right on him. He's got his cassette player and it's in there. Yeah. And he's you just see him go left, you know, right, left, right. He's just taking these turns. Like uh like it, Iron Eagle. Yeah. Have, yeah. have that tape cassette tape you know, cassette on my leg. But Look, it's doing all that. Queen playing in the background. <laughs> it's yeah. 2008, dude. He's got the headset on. He's got the headset on. He's doing everything, but it pans out. He's just crop dusting. <laughs> <laughs> the military base's agricultural field. <laughs> and as you see, I was going to say that I would go in thinking I was going to become a pilot, but that I would end up with one of the weirdest jobs, like going overseas to like Afghanistan and cleaning out the porta potties or something like that. <laughs> like that would be my job. I'd be like the overseas porta potty cleaning officer. <laughs> My, uh, my my friend Jason Lawson went into the Air Force and thought he was going to be a pilot. He wound up being a bomb technician. See, but that's just cool, though. <laughs> you know, like, even, even if you didn't reach that dream, which I hear it is, man, you have to be the cream of the crop type yes. person to make a pilot. You know, I was high school. You know, that's why I didn't even join because I was stubborn. I was like, well, screw it. I'm not going to join the military, which thank God I didn't because I would have gone over after 9-11 and all that and then probably wouldn't be here today. But that being aside, <laughs> uh, you know, that's it's so hard to become a pilot. So, But if you, if you do it right, you can be like a bomb technician. Like how cool with the, you know, yeah. you go to the ladies and be like, so what do you do? Oh, you know, I build bombs every day. That's my job, you know. And then I would be like, I'm a 
I clean porta potties. Yeah. You know, like I clean I clean clean Sergeant Monday's porta potty every Monday, you know. There's some cool jobs I, in the military, but I would not get one. I am the I keeper of the latrine. I don't know if the bomb technicians build and do this, but I heard there is a detonation specialist. The ones that when they find them, they take them out to the the farthest place or whatever and, and blow actually them blow them up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I actually worked with a guy. Um what uh you what's his um dang it, I'm trying a beard from from who service. Nah, you call <laughs> beard like from it. service. The beard from uh, service. There uh, were several. Grouse, uh, Robert um, Grabowski. Grabowski. Yeah, oh. he actually was in the army. He was a detonation specialist. The See, great Grabowski. The great Grabowski. <laughs> That's funny. I, I could be a detonation specialist in a porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me get to the mess hall. <laughs> you got in front of him, Brian. He was getting to the detonation specialist part. Yeah. I'm glad I got it out because like I can't even say that word now. <laughs> That's like, got out that time. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, do you think there is a lack of military comedy in entertainment? After in doing today? my research for this yes. episode, definitely. Yeah. Um, it is. There's a huge lack of military comedy because I think a lot of when they make what it looks like when they make military movies, they try to do real. Oh, they, yeah. I mean, they try to yeah. do um, more serious based on a true story. Yes. yes. Type stuff. But even when you try in this day and age, and this is what speaks to it, I think, more than anything. Yes, you have a lot of real military films out there that they're trying to just get something across or tell a true story. But even when you do uh, comedy, like for instance, when Seth Rogen and his buddy did that, uh, the oh, interview, interview. Yeah. which was just a comedy about two inter- two journalists set to assassinate Kim, Kim Jong Un yeah. by by the CIA, right. and that then not only was that movie not allowed to release. In yeah. theaters, they had actual special forces protection for three total months. <laughs> and there's actually an interview where Seth Rogen talks about it, and just one day, one day out of nowhere, yeah. it just disappeared. Yep. So, but, you know, do you think it's just sensitivity? I don't think, I don't, no, I don't think it's sensitivity. Um, I think it, it's just the subject matter that really doesn't... I mean, it, I mean from... from Okay, so we all know that there's a lack of creativity these days in Hollywood. Huge I mean, there's a huge. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I fully believe there's a huge lack of creativity. And for those small creative minds that are there, I mean, there there's smart people out there that could do so much more if they were given the the chance. But the people who are there, this subject matter doesn't. I don't think it lends itself easily to comedy. Yeah. Now, for somebody who can think outside the box, you know, like a Mel Brooks or you know, somebody like that, um, those people can pull in military and make comedies yeah. and make them funny and make them interesting. Um, I'm not saying it can't be done, but I'm just saying there's a lack of it, and I think it's just because of the subject matter. Yeah. But I think I do think time has a little bit of a, a, a thing to go with that, too, because you plant uh, Mel Brooks's movies in today's generation, mm-hmm. you would not get the same response. I... I, I don't think so. I don't. Think I disagree so. with that. I You're think, telling me you can place Blazing Saddles yes. into this world and get the same laugh and funny res- response. Okay, I don't. Yes. Not number, number one. I think you would get it if the internet trolls allowed it. I think before it even got out there for people to laugh. But in see, this now you're age, nitpicking. That's what I'm saying, I, though. That no. right there alone is what destroys think, it. In this think new about world. it. Think about it. Okay, so when Blazing Saddles came out. It was at the height of civil rights act 
activism. Am I saying the right? Activism. 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 Yeah. It was slapping racism in the face. Oh, no. We, which we have come full circle to. Yes. Yeah. We are back to do to full out racism. I mean, and the only reason is is because social media. Mm-hmm. It was always there. Yeah. Racism was always there, and I don't want to get too political because that's not what the show is about, but. I think today, if you sent out a movie like Blazing Saddles or even Blazing Saddles that slaps racism in the face and just full out makes it, you know, brings it to the face and makes comedy out of it, I really think today it would go over just as well as it did when it came out. Look, if it came out in the time of, of civil rights activism and everybody loved it and it was as popular as it was, then I think it would have no different turn today as mm. long as people knew what it was See, if that's you, the problem you just have to make a trailer that right like mm-hmm. back then that would make it to what it is and know who is directing it when uh mel brooks made that mo- movie everybody knew who mel brooks was yeah they were like we know we're gonna get something really ridiculous kind of like hot shots like one and two yeah when you heard <laughs> hot shots yes. you knew you were gonna get a military movie that yeah. was just absolutely ridiculous and comedic and was going to make fun of well, everything. Well, the trailers helped political. set it up. You had Charlie Sheen bow and arrowing a chicken. I mean, that, yes. pretty, that pretty much set us up for what we were going to get on the screen. And you know those movies are going to make fun of everything political. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you're going to hit a lot of people who take po- politics seriously and you're going to get those people who would like to see it made fun of and who can separate serious and comedy. But you're always going to have yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You're always going to have those people who can't take it seriously. They're going to watch it for the uh, the face value and be like, oh, my God, that was some of the most racist stuff I have ever this- heard. And then you're going to have those people like, oh, my God, that yeah. was friggin' hilarious. You know, if you could just see past the political yeah. and enjoy entertainment, and, but, this is what we and do. And that's where, I, that's, but that's where I think it's starting to change, and that's why I don't think it would fit in here. Because back then, I think you had more people who could pick it apart and take it for what it was in its hilarity. In today's world, I think you, you have too many people out there that are just going to see it for the face of it. And to add to what Jim said earlier, with the incre- increasing world of Facebook trolls, mm-hmm. they're just it's. I just don't think it would it would be able to you, t- be to taken t- correctly you, in this okay. day and age. If you take out the trolls, if you take the social media aspect out of it and mm-hmm. just take the movie from back then in front of a crowd and the movie today in front of a crowd, I think, yes, it would get the same response, if not a more laughter in response. I think it's yeah. great. But I think it is the social media aspect of it that yeah. would destroy it before it ever saw the light. Which yeah. in this day and age, you have to throw it in there. It's a factor you can't just pull away. Yeah. So that's that's where I come from and, and say that it wouldn't because the the trolls of this world, you can't just pull them away. I mean, oh. yeah, I mean, I think you're always going to have that. Oh, yeah, trolls. you're what always going to have Ryan? that. Oh, moving forward, it will. I mean, know. I think that, yeah, there's a lack of military comedy. I think the world... It's so serious, and I mean, the world's serious enough. We need some humor. We need some lightheartedness. Mm-hmm. We got military families that you know don't want to really watch a TV show that shows probably what their loved ones are going through. So why not just have a little humor to lighten the day? See, I think you hit it on the head. I think if you stay away from specific topics, 
of yeah, what just goes make on. it general. Just make it a general like yes. like yeah. uh, um, a like, general vague coverage. Yes, like down Periscope. Yes, you know, would be the perfect thing because it had no general. Yeah, uh, focus it was not speaking about anything. the war on anything or an attack on someone. Yes. Well, sp- jumping forward a little bit to your next question because you've already brought up sensitivity. You really did. So, um, yeah. Well, so, like it, it says, you know, would you like to see more military? Comedy? I would love to see more. Um, I, and I don't think it's we're not seeing it because it's insensitive. Because if anybody knows anybody that's been through in the military and mm-hmm. served in the military. Um, they know that comedy is a mode of survival for them. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, those people over there, you know, rib each other, back and forth each other, witty banner, they insult each other, mm-hmm. and it's all to get laughter yeah. and to make it levity in a bad situation yeah. and to help them mentally navigate the trauma that they go through in yeah. some of those situations. I think if, yeah. as long as you don't directly disrespect the military as a whole, yeah. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Like the 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 branches or anything like that. Just and just keep it general yeah, and yeah. give it a funny storyline. I think military comedy could be and don't make it outrageously no, 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 ridiculous right, right, right. either. Don't make it so ridiculous that you're just like, all right, this is a little yeah, oh, yeah. Right, so go ahead and jump into that next question then. Number four. Number four. When it comes to military movies and TV, do you prefer more realistic stories? Yeah, I do. I like you, real, or, or or do you like? Do I? Oh, I did. I didn't finish the question. Uh, <laughs> would you? Uh, do you prefer more realistic stories with some funny parts, or do you like unrealistic ridiculousness? Give me realistic stories with some funny parts. Yes, because I think you can have the idea of what the military is. Like I never served a day, so I can't say, mm-hmm. but. Also, give me some humor in that so I can, like, enjoy, you know. But, you know, okay, so out of this group right here, you're the only one with direct uh, experience with someone who was in the military. You know, your father, how long was he in the Marines? Oh, like seven years. So seven years of his life. So you kind of, I bet at one point he shared some stories and you probably got an, an, like an idea of Mm -hmm. what entertainment, you know, Mm -hmm. he got out to, you know, to enjoy his life. So, you know, do you think he would, you know, did he enjoy any military comedies or did he like, or did he separate? Yeah. He, the thing is with my dad. And I mean, I think this is a lot of that generation. This is my opinion, but he was stayed more focused on like the hamburger Hill movie or, like so the, the more full real. metal jacket. Yeah, he yeah. said full metal jacket, the um the basic training and the drink he said it was ideal to what he went through Man. at yeah. Paris Island. But like whenever it came to like military comedies or making fun of the military like yeah. not making fun, but you know, adding humor. Yeah. I, I never saw him enjoy those type of shows. Wow. Man. Never. There's some people that take it really seriously. When you say um when you say unrealistic ridiculousness I go into hot shots. Well, that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty. Yeah, but also like, um, uh, what was that Polly Shore movie in oh, the army, army, army now? Army now yeah. See, that's what I so associate with that, and I can't stand that. That goes way too far into the abs- absurd. Yeah. See, but like when you when you put in the army now and hot shots together, like in, I like I could see more. In in the army now, it was more character comedy and like put in a realistic situations mm-hmm. like as if you watch in the that. army now 
All of that could have happened. Yeah, but it Every started Polly Shore, and I can't stand him. Exactly, but I think <laughs> I think in the army now was more character humor, and Hot Shots yeah. was like, I'm going to make every scene ridiculous. We like I'm going to shoot yeah. a chicken. But, but moreover or, than making fun of um, of military, it was really poking fun at Rambo the movie more so than, well, yeah. than the military. So. But like you couldn't take anything in that movie seriously. No, not at all. But there were mo- there were there were parts. I mean, you can't take Polly Shore seriously in anything, but no, there were parts of that movie. All. There were parts of that movie you could watch and be like, yeah, that can happen. Yeah. Like when they like the whole recruiting thing. Yeah. Like you were talking about how they got recruited and yeah. all that. Like that that's realistic. <laughs> yeah. Now how Polly Shore reacted not, not realistic. realistic right right but that's what i'm saying like when you think about movies like it, it could be more character comedy than uh mm-hmm. situational Situation, comedy yeah. so that's why i say like un- unrealistic ridiculousness that's like hot shots yeah. they just tried to make every scene kind of like a naked gun naked gun yes you know that's those that's a great ridiculous parallel. that's a great no, that's parallel. A good, yeah there you pa- go parody make you it, can't really take it bringing humor to police yeah officer yeah. work and i mean in a way that just made it funny you yeah. know hot shots really like what you were saying hot shots to me like we were really we were in the iraq war like yes. you know we were battling saddam hussein yeah. and so it brought humor you know like it yeah. showed a lighter side i mean that's what we needed for that time because the whole world was just scared to death. Yeah. I mean, in my right. opinion, I was twelve. Yeah. Exactly, and that was like that war itself. It was a serious thing, right? Yes, like it was. It's no different. Oh, okay, no, it is a little different than what we went through. You know, yeah. around two thousand one no, and yeah, everything. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but you know, the war aspect when we went to war, the situation was no different than that. How we got to the war was different, but while we were in the war, it was different. So, but you don't see a whole lot of movies that make poke fun at comedy right. with terrorists. There is one, there is one uh that's not military, but uh help me out, Brian, Adam Sandler, uh where they're all from uh, the Zohan? The Zohan. Yeah, the Zohan. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the only movie. That's Zohan. like the yeah. only movie that like pokes fun at terrorism, at terrorists, and them directly. Yeah, uh, you know. And that movie is hysterical. I'm sorry. I love the Zohan. You don't so mess funny. with the Zohan. Yeah, I love so the. I love but no, Zohan. he's but going even, out of business. Yeah, it's going out of business. It, I mean, it poked it at poked a lot of, of stereotypes. stereotypes. Exactly, and it it really brought a lot of humor to it. And yes. I and I've watched I've watched this movie with some people of those ethnic backgrounds and they laughed their butts off. Yeah. Well that everybody in that movie was of that ethnic background except, except Adam Sandler. Except Adam Sandler and, and Rob uh, Snyder. Wait and uh the other oh, guy, the, the actual, ter- the other yeah, terrorist, yeah, the actual guy yeah. who oh, paid the yeah, terrorist. Yeah, Those yeah. three people were not of that. Everybody else background. was. You know, kids is all. Yeah, I tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it comes to uh, our. our are you showing your children the old military <laughs> comedy entertainment that we used to enjoy? No, because most of the stuff that I actually did enjoy is really adult-based. Really? There's, yeah, not, there's say, nothing like you could share? Not, like, uh, not that I'm aware of. Not my favorites, no. Yeah, like my daughter's four, and if I showed her some of the stuff that I you know, that my I My son's nine. I'm probably... Comedy. Not 
I'm, yeah. Comedy. Yeah. Like stri- really? Stripes. Um, okay, but Stripes um, is rated R. There are yes. some... Uh, I mean, even Hotshot. I mean, even Hotshot's got a little bit of stuff to it. Um, I mean, my son was in the room watching his iPad one Saturday when I was watching <laughs> Down Periscope. See, but, but like Down Periscope, there's nothing wrong yeah, with that no. movie. Well, the Merman's brushing is incident, but... Um, yeah, you have to talk about... But that's, uh, that's, a, that's kind of an inference. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if I showed my daughter Stripes yeah. or something and my wife caught it, like yeah, I'd be divorced. Yeah. She'd have everything, including my seat at the podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, I would just be with nothing. Um, she win that. The I just don't think my like, my son isn't interested in that well, stuff right now. So he's my son wouldn't have any interest in it whatsoever. And like my one of my other favorites was Good Morning Vietnam. Oh, and, mm, yeah, and I mean my son even my son would not get that humor because yeah. a lot of that those references he didn't live through. Yeah. So. He wouldn't understand it. Now, so, I hope. That's why they should bring back military yeah. comedies because, you know, there's probably a lot that they could generalize to uh, bring information to the kids yeah. and kind of yeah. have a humoristic, yeah. you know, right. background to kind of make it lighthearted right. so they can understand and get a kick and learn something. I'm going to tell you right now, when I, after watching Good Morning Vietnam, it made me go back and re- do research because. I wanted to get the references from Vietnam. That movie made me learn about Vietnam. Oh my god, I got a that movie messed me up, dude. I mean, I loved Robin Williams in that movie, but it messed me up. They, you know, the serious parts the serious, outside of the I mean, radio station. The, the, the end of it gets serious. Yes. It gets Tell real you what, serious. We'll all get together. We'll get our kids together, and we'll all watch Platoon. <laughs> we'll see how, <laughs> how our kids are after that. I don't know if I could watch. Yeah. Platoon. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to afford the therapy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, have y'all ever watched a USA, uh, USA USO performance? And if you did, do I, you have a? Performance? I actually haven't. I watched. Yeah. I watched that one. They televised a segment of one after nine eleven with Toby Keith, and I watched that oh on TV. God. Toby Keith, and that that Toby Keith stuff got so overplayed oh. and so overdone. But that's. I mean, I watched that one segment of a USO thing on TV, and that was it. Really? Um, I I know there was. I have memories of. My my grandparents at times. You guys were probably way too young or not even around at the time. But Grandpa, I remember Grandpa watching a lot of Bob Hope. Poopa, watching um, replays of the Bob Hope USO yeah. tours and stuff. He had some VHS tapes. <laughs> See, of some I of remember those. that. Yeah. I remember him. Do you remember him? Those? The Bob Hope. But I don't remember anything about those shows. I just remember being in a in the building with yeah. him in the in his house, yeah. and those playing in the background. Well, that's same for me. Yeah, I remember him watching that stuff, but I was probably but, up top playing. I don't have any information about yeah, a USO you know, show. That's funny. I mean, whenever you sent these questions out, like I love looking at them and going, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah." But whenever I got that question, I literally sat there and I was like, "You know what? Never have. I never have." And that's yeah. I know my dad did. And I'm sure I like did it in passing, going, but well, unless yeah. unless you count Captain America. Well, there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I, I found out an yeah. interesting fact about USO. They asked they asked the uh, celebrity because they don't only get entertainers; they right. get people who are willing to go over and just, just talk, talk with them, yeah. hang out with them, sign yeah. autographs, free, mm-hmm. just to bring up morale. Say, hey, I like Chris Evans and yeah. Chris Hemsworth went over a few times, yeah, and cool. and you know in their costume and all that, took pictures, all that. But I did find out that um, they do that they record every performance, but they ask every entertainer 
if they could release the performance. And some people have said no because I've they've created this uh, like show or like comedy skit just for them, and they want it to be unique and for them only. Okay, I agree. And with that. like, because uh, Robin Williams has uh, had several shows. And there was one that people have talked about that he created one show that he was very proud of and did it for the military and refused to release a video of it because he said it was one of his best and he only wanted the soldiers to That's experience. Great. And you know, a lot of people a lot of people do that and they you know, they don't release all their shows. But there are some that are like, Yeah, you if you want it out, you can have it out. If not, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the soldiers. Like there's a few like Robin Williams did have a few. I don't know if y'all saw the video where he was uh Doing oh, he was uh, performance, and then the uh, reveille went off, and everybody yeah. turned around, and it scared the crap out of them because he didn't know if they were under attack yeah. right. or what. But then they explained <laughs> that yeah, the flag stopped. was going down. He yeah. was like, "Oh my god, I'm glad y'all explained that to me." That's <laughs> what well, he was still trying to talk too, and then he just stood to the left and stopped. Yeah, it's like, yeah. "Oh my god, what's going on?" Oh my god. Uh, there's one performance I saw that I loved. I mean, because I've looked up if you on YouTube, there's a lot of USO performances yeah. and a lot of the old Bob Hope are on there. Uh, there's uh, oh, um, who, uh, the the magic uh, uh, Penn and Teller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they did a lot of shows. Nice. They, they had some magic magic shows on YouTube. Uh, but Cheryl Crow has a performance on there that is really good, and she has three songs that she's never released on uh, any album <laughs> that she did for the USO, and they released the video. So y'all should check that out because nice. you can't find them anywhere else. Nice. Uh, so let's jump into actors because this is where I think Jim's going to shine. <laughs> um, do you have a fair, favorite actor that once mm-hmm. in the military and once was in the military and do do they do comedy or anything else? Brian, I saw you. I'll go first because everybody right, yeah, else has ahead. nuggets. Go ahead, man. Yes, I do. And uh, my favorite would be Mel Brooks. Yeah. Because yep. Mel Brooks joined the military during the World War II. Isn't that crazy? He was drafted. And he was he drafted. Got, he got drafted. I cannot and, picture Mel Brooks. And was uh, a combat engineer diffusing landmines. But he What? Was, no wonder he yeah, went to comedy. Yeah. He needed it. He actually, he actually diffused them. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, go he, ahead, go ahead, well, I was going to say, ahead. but he was also promoted to corporal uh-huh. and was assigned to the Battle of the Bulge. Seriously. Yes. He actually was diffusing landmines as the Allies advanced into Germany. Yes. Oh, my God. Can you imagine uh, the creator of History of the World mm. out there <laughs> diffusing landmines? Do you yeah. think he's out there creating that stuff because oh, he's yeah. like got to be in the, a whole other world? The person, that? the person who wrote Springtime. Yeah. Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I can. That is. That's shocking. I cannot. Not one part of me would think. Okay, so I can accept the fact that Mel Brooks, you know, was in the military. Kind of, I bet at that time a lot of people were just be, because it was you either did that or you were in school. If you didn't do one or the other, then mm-hmm. I don't know, you were in Canada or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, but you know, but for Mel Brooks, like one of the kings of comedy, yeah. yes, like to come out of that, especially at the Battle of Bulge, which is uh, one of the most. Yeah. You know, yeah. the bloodiest and one of the most, mm-hmm. you know, well, well known, I don't know, famous uh, battles of yes. World War II. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, and you come out of that and you are like writing comedy skits. It's insane. Uh, 
Uh, Ryan, did you find any? Yeah, I I was a big fan of this guy even after I saw Sneakers. Sidney Poitier. Oh, I love Sidney Poitier. Poitier. But he enlisted in the army and he lied about his age to get in the army to fight in World War II. Yeah. Wow. And then The Towering Inferno was one of my favorite movies. And then I found out later on down the line, and then whenever you sent this question, that was my first response. Steve McQueen was a United States Corporal Marine. <laughs> like, I mean. Steve McQueen, is that the, the, the rebel? It was no, that's Rebel? James Dean. Yeah, you're right. Steve McQueen was uh, the <laughs> he getaway. He had the car. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. you're right. Okay, I got Cigarette. it. Cigarette. Bullet. Yeah. I mean, he just... Steve McQueen is just the epitome of cool back yeah. then. But, yeah, he joined the Marines and became a corporal. And, I mean, I thought that was... I think it's always fascinating when we find these articles out about yeah. what yeah. their military career was. Yeah. And then, but, like, Sidney Poitier, to me, like... I think you just can compare him, or you can compare Denzel Washington to him. He's our, I mean, Sidney Poitier yeah. was, was Denzel, Denzel back then. Oh, yeah, hands down. Yeah. How about you, Jim? Um, so before, I want to preempt this with, um, when you guys get a moment, you know you know how when you go back and look at, you see people that today, what they look like, mm-hmm. and then you never saw them when they were younger, but you go back and find younger pictures of yeah. them and oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I could see that. You know, I could see them. Yeah. That, that, that looks like them, just younger. Go back and f- two people who served in the military, go back and look. And the, these are not my favorite actors because one of them was, well, I guess they kind of acted, but uh, Jesse Ventura and Ice T. That's right. Go back and look at their pictures today. I knew Ice T did, but I did not know Jesse yeah, Ventura, Jesse Ventura was Ventura in the military. Did. Yes. Um, go back and look at their military photos mm-hmm. they look like different human beings both really? of them so it mr was, t didn't have the mohawk in military <laughs> <laughs> no no mohawk um but uh ice tea oh ice tea ice tea ice tea was the in rapper. the military yes yeah. yes why did i go to mr t I don't that know. made more sense ice tea ice tea yes the rapper the rapper the gangster rapper yes the yes. killer of cops yes, yes. was in the military I am wow. All right, but him and Jesse Ventura were two of the people because on all these people that I research for the show, um, those two, I went back and looked at everybody's pictures back then, mm-hmm. and these are the two that I had to bring up in side by side shots. They look like different wow. human beings. It's so crazy. I just crazy. saw a picture that doesn't look like the same it, person. It's crazy how different both of them look. I'm shocked yeah. that this guy who. Who was a gangster rapper had a heavy metal band and now na- and like you know he was like in, right. in his songs he talked about killing cops and stuff and now he's like a cop actor or something yeah. like that on one of those <laughs> yeah. cop yeah. shows. That's insane. Crazy. But anyway, my my call out for favorite actor that was that served in um, the military. I just think whether he's doing voiceover work or acting, he can do no wrong. James Earl Jones. Uh, served yeah, I mean, in the army in the Korean War during the Korean War. Man, that, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I could totally, you know, it, you know, because I heard like he was like a stutterer and everything, and uh, I wonder when all that went away. I wonder if it was during the military thing. I'm sure the Korean like, War shook out, out any fear <laughs> or social anxiety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of have to over yeah. there. Oh, you know, another one that was drafted into the Korean War was Clint Eastwood. Yep. Yeah, I did know that one. 
Yeah. But Clint Eastwood just looks like he was born for the military. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he, he was yeah. just born right into the military. He, he probably does. walked into basic training I've one day a, and they thought he was the trainee. The that's trainer. true. I've got a couple of honorable mentions, but I'm going to let you go on yours. I uh, My two favorite, um, like I had a couple if they don't, if y'all don't mention, I'll say. But my favorite was Morgan Freeman. I didn't know he was in the military. Yep. Uh, can you, he, he was in the... Can you imagine he was in the Air Force? Can you imagine if he was a pilot? You hearing him over the thing? Uh-huh. Like, I got a bandit yeah. right in front of me. This is here we go. <laughs> Teddy Alpha Bravo. Teddy <laughs> he was an automatic tracking radar repairman. Oh my god! It's looking a little windy up here. <laughs> Y'all should drift a little to you the left. Drift a little to the left. <laughs> Andy Dufresne. <laughs> Alpha Bravo Mike. So is that your one? Uh, well, I, I got one more. Bill Cosby. You know, regardless of what he's going through now, I know. Okay, so I know actors are crazy. Tom Cruise, Mel Gibson, Bill Cosby, all of them have got their baggage, but I still love their acting. I all I will always separate their crazy life yeah. away from their acting. And you know, I love like there's a bunch of comedy Bill Cosby movies I love and everything. Nothing like a little bowl of <laughs> Well, there's a big wave coming down. down the seals. <laughs> Um, a few call outs that I want honorable mentions that I wanted to bring up you know of course with the new Star Wars Adam Driver mm-hmm. served in the US Marines yes it did oh yeah that's uh, right uh, also couple that one of these I was not aware of uh, Gene Hackman served in the US Marines and Gene Wilder was drafted yeah. into the army during the Vietnam War wow <laughs> Gene Wilder I could see totally running the border yeah yeah, uh, to get out of f- serving. Yeah, <laughs> I, the Gene Wilder one caught me off guard. I did not know that. I cannot. I can't even place him in like a military movie <laughs> acting like a military guy. Yeah, no. Um, I, I had a couple not mention uh, Elvis Presley. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I think everybody knows about him. <laughs> but him, yeah, okay, Disney. Elvis Presley and Johnny Cash. Yeah, you know they they took the you know they they joined the parts of the military where you know they didn't really see much so right, right. but uh, another one he it wasn't an actor the but, celebrity core <laughs> yeah the celebrity <laughs> core uh, the only thing was is that that you know I think Elvis joined after he was famous right that's yeah correct. he did so yeah. oh look, sure did. Just found there you one. go there's yeah. one there's, there, there's one. one like cause uh, but he's not a, well was he acting he, he was famous for his music but was he famous for acting yet I don't know I don't know I think it was music because Ryan's the Elvis deal. guy here there was yeah. a big deal about his um, he had an album he was in the studio recording when he had to drop out and was drafted had yeah. to go serve because there was a big controversy that I don't know the, I can't remember the entire story there was a controversy because I think he was yeah. trying to get out of serving but he wasn't going to dodge it. He was just trying to legally try to yeah. get out of it, but he wound up serving anyway. Mm. Um, well, see, Johnny Cash, I know for a fact Johnny Cash was famous after because, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, when he joined, uh, I can't remember, I think he joined, I think he joined the Air Force too. I think all, I think that all the easier positions were in the Air Force because you had I all been the told, technical. I don't know for Technical. Fan. I just created I, a word. I don't know firsthand, but I have been told by people who have been through um, that the Air Force apparently has the easiest boot camp. I mean, it's not Mm -hmm. easy, 
but it is amongst all the branches of the yeah. military. It is the easiest boot camp to survive. All right, so Elvis was sworn in on March 24th, 1958, and his filmography, Love Me Tender, was his first movie came out in 56. So, yeah. Oh, he so was. He was already, so he's yeah. already a movie star. Okay. Well, there it is. Uh, I, can't so the, I, I can't believe I missed that one. There you go. So the Air Force may seem probably like the easiest boot camp, but I would imagine in order to even fly a plane, that G-Force tester... No, no. The Going through the airplane training yeah. is not a part of boot camp. No, no that's have what to, I'm saying. Though. Boot camp is all a part being a ground soldier. Yeah. And you have to pass all this... Uh, calisthenics test. Uh, you have to be able to run so many miles. Yeah. You got to do all this. That's the part I'm talking about. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm saying it may that may have been the easiest. But man, when I see that G-force testing machine, yeah, these people's faces look like some like I'm like sorry, Jackson Pollock I'm sorry. plastered I, against the wall. I've always wanted to ride one of those things. I've always. Wanted and I'm to hearing. That. I love. I love hearing them talk about it. When they, you got to get that full force hick yeah. in there as soon as they bear down and clench. And I'm like I, what? <laughs> I, I have two more. I'll go ahead. Okay, and, let's be careful with these honorable mentions because it bleeds into number two question. <laughs> what is the, not no, really. These are interesting no, facts. It has nothing to do with number two. Calm yourself. Take a deep <laughs> breath. Sweetie, we're okay here. Uh, no, the uh, the other two was uh, one. I, I was kind of shocked when I read it. It didn't shock me that it was in the military. Uh I forgot his name. Magnum P.I. Tom, oh, Selleck. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Yeah. Yes, sir. But it didn't shock me that he was in the military. It was the branch he joined. What branch? He would join the National Guard. Oh, that's an like, interesting fact. Tom Selleck, I was like, you know, uh, when... Are we taking one of your interesting facts? Yes. Oh, oh then you get more interesting facts <laughs> there, I've got son. two more, so keep calm. Uh, uh, <laughs> see, I only have one interesting fact, and I don't think any of y'all have it. But it, I was disappointed. Yeah. Like, because that's what I thought it was. It's Tom Selleck you're talking about yeah, here. Yeah, Tom Selleck. The, I was like the, the mustachio, the mustachio man. guy. You think <laughs> you think he would be corporal of some Marines high rank, something or other? Uh, yeah, like I would totally see him, Master as Sergeant, the the four star general leading yeah. the armies. Yeah. And here, and he does. He looks no different. Yes. than yeah. he does. You know, any other day. And he's just got like the little uh, National Guard shorts in the shirt, and I'm like, he's a weekend oh, warrior. Come on, <laughs> and, I, and I'm not taking anything. National Guard changed after 9/11. Yes, yes it they did. did. Like it became a whole other thing. So they are their thing. But before 9/11, National Guard was the National Guard. <laughs> so you know, I'm not insulting the National Guard anyway. Look it up. National Guard was really just a he guard. Wanted to, he wanted to clarify that because right about now, some National Guard. Yeah, because there's like, National Guard are, guys. Which one are you? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. ever since 9/11, national they sent the national guard they had yeah. nobody they were like yeah. everybody's going if you imagine matter who okay you are. i got our first t-shirt i'm not matt i love the national guard <laughs> <laughs> hashtag national guard matters yes <laughs> that's what i'm trying to get at like someone like me would join the national guard yeah. at that time you could see it look at me i mean jesus <laughs> tom Selleck yeah. is a man's man yeah he should have like i I'm would imagine the Marines. he should have been a marine yeah or i imagine like or, or i imagine him a navy seal yes, yes. you know that's funny. Uh, the other one uh, was uh, Oliver Stone, but that that was yeah, an obvious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he was not an actor, but I mean, the stuff that guy probably went through to get some of the realism in his movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, just shocking. So, okay, so what are some interesting facts about actors who were in the military that you have found? Let's start with you, Brian. Okay, here Let's we go. go. <laughs> 
So only, I only have two now. <laughs> but I did uh, one cool thing was Chuck Norris. Um, when yes, he didn't join the military. The, the military, military joined, joined him. Chuck Norris <laughs> <laughs> <Short> jokes. <laughs> no, but uh, he was in the United States Air Force, stationed in Korea. But the interesting fact is, while being stationed in Korea, he learned Tang Soo Do, which he later came back and turned into his own martial arts called Chun Kuk Do. <laughs> I didn't understand a word. Know, right? You just said Tung Sung Do. It, what? What? He is that its own thing? In Korea is its own. It's its own form. Uh, he he trained in Tang Su Do. Then he later created his own form called Chun Kuk Do. Mm-hmm. And then, away from that, and then became a one clock duck. <laughs> <laughs> You know, karate Weird. I get, kung fu I get, but that was a lot of syllables. I know, say. right? <laughs> you then know. I also saw uh, Mickey Rooney. Uh, where Mickey he, Rooney, Mickey Rooney, sergeant in the military from 1944 to 1945. The interesting, cool fact: served in Patton's Third Army Ooh, in World nice. War II, right. and that's was, cool. And uh, during such, awarded the Bronze Star. Wow. Nice. Okay, nice. I don't I like know what that. the Bronze Star is for, though. Do you? I no, I don't. I just assume <laughs> it's something. Know. I just uh, assume it's something really muy importante. Yeah. <laughs> I only know Purple Heart and yeah, Purple Heart. You get hurt. And, yeah, and uh, uh, whatever. Our, that grandf- other one is. our grandfather got the Purple Heart. He yeah, did. I saw that. How about you, Ryan? Did you find any? So, there was two I found first. Like Drew Carey was a United States Marine. What? Yeah, and Drew well, that explains Carey, the haircut. Drew Carey. Yeah, I saw that. Started his comedic run in the Marines. He did it to make money while he was in the military. Drew Carey. Yeah, he yes, was a United a Marine. States Marine. Huh. Yeah. All right. See, I see Drew Carey in the National Guard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And vice versa for Tom. Sutton. Well, Drew Carey in his early his early stage, he was not as big as he was because, of course, Drew Carey did the whole three sixty. I mean, he started out very skinny. He became pleasantly plump when he got to his TV yeah. show, and by the time yeah. he got back to the Price Is Right, he's now back to being skinny again. Ohio. So, <laughs> here we go. Also, and I will I will mention an honorable mention. James Garner, I think, is so cool. He won the Purple awesome. Heart also. Yeah. yeah. So my big one. And this just tripped me out. B. Arthur from the Golden Girls. What? I had that. Did you I had that? She yeah. was in the Marines. Look at her. Oh Look my God! Her. That makes so much. Not sense. only was okay. she in the Marines. Go ahead. Do you want to do this? No, go, no, okay. go ahead. But she was a typist. Yep. But a truck driver for yes. the Marines. What? Yes. Man, her BA meter yeah, just went blew the yeah. roof. So she enlisted at the age of 21 in yep. 1943. Oh my god! I literally, like, whenever I was doing my research, and Jim, you might be able to back me up. I was going. I was like, "Oh, cool, Drew Carey." And when I saw her, I was like, "You know what? I'm done. This is the one right B. here." B. Arthur. Yeah. Are, are, is that all you had? Yeah. meter. She she was among the first members of the Women's Reserve. Um, and remarks oh, and man. remarks from her enlistment interviews describe her as argumentative, yep. over aggressive, and officious, but probably a good worker if she gets her own way. Okay, and, see. In other words, Matt's next wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love me some B. Arthur. Dog. I will take me some B. Arthur. But. Is it me, or does that sound like a perfect biography movie? Yes. yes. That woman has been through a lot, and that is like a whole section of her life 
I did not know. I didn't know that until I like, did this research. And yeah, you I know, didn't going either. through didn't all that, that yeah. you know, you think she would be like a serious actor, but she went the comedy route. Yes, and she is a genius in it. Yes. And oh God my gosh. Her soul. If anybody God out there is a screenplay writer, we need a biography movie oh, about some B. Arthur. Yeah, that was the one that tripped me out the most. Here's the one. I found one, and it is he's not an actor. Okay. He is a musician. Yes. And I, when I found this, I dropped my jaw because I was like, there's no freaking way. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah saw that. Yep. Saw yeah. that. I did not know that. I didn't know it until we did the research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jimi Hendrix, based on his rock and roll life known, mm-hmm. does not fit nope. the military. And he had to join. It was either go to prison or join the military <laughs> because he stole a car. Right. And I'm like, what? Jimi Hendrix, the watchtower. I'm like... He is like drugs Woodstock. and Voodoo child. sex, drugs, <laughs> rock and roll personified yeah. through that guy. And he was in the military. Yeah. I mean, granted, he had to because he stole a car, but he <laughs> still joined the military. Yep, yep. I was, I was, that was my one, but I was just dumbfounded when I found that out. Yeah. How about you, Jim? All right. How much time y'all got? Um, <laughs> so. You mentioned Oliver Stone earlier, so I, yeah. I got some nuggets on him. He enlisted in the Army in 1967. Uh, requested He requested combat duty in Vietnam, where he received the Bronze Star, a Purple Heart, a medal. Request. Air, he requested combat duty. He received a Bronze Star, Purple Heart, Air Medal, Army Commendation Medal, National Defense Service Medal, Vietnam Service, Campaign Medals, um, and Combat Infantry Badge. Um, and his time that he served in Vietnam was his basis for the movie Platoon. See, dude, he was the all Mr. that T time, the everything yeah. you were mentioning, I'm thinking Tom Selleck was in the friggin' National <laughs> yeah, He was the Mr. So, T of the military with all, all right. of his medals. Richard Pryor served in the U.S. Army from 1958 to 1960, but spent virtually the entire stint in Army prison. Angered that a white soldier was overly amused that the racially charged scenes of Douglas Skirt's film uh, Imitation of Life, Pryor and several other black soldiers beat and stabbed him, although not fatally. What? He spent his entire two years in the military in prison for assisting men in beating up another and stabbing a white soldier. That's insane. Yeah, I didn't know that. Was he dishonorably discharged? Um, No. Yes, yes, it did say dishonorable discharge. It ended up being dishonorably yeah. discharge, yes, but man. Yeah. I would have never thought that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Gene Hackman left home at the age of 16 and lied about his age to enlist in the Marine Corps. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, served four and a half years as a field radio operator. See, I see Gene Hackman in the Marines. I can see Gene Hackman. Yeah. But I also think I Gene... I thought to say Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> Good old so, Tom Selleck. Selleck. Way to go, bro. So this this one I, found, I find super interesting. Warner Brothers produced a cartoon called Super Rabbit, where Bugs Bunny says, this looks like a job for a real Superman, then jumps into a phone booth and presumably to change into his Superman costume. When he emerges, though, he's in a Marine's uniform singing the Marine's hymn. The Marine Corps loved the homage so much that they officially, on paper, inducted the fictional rabbit as a private, even producing real dog tags for him. 
He was officially discharged at the end of World War II as a master sergeant. Wait, 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 wait. On a cartoon? paper, Bugs Bunny was discharged on paper. This is real, people, as a master sergeant in the Marine Corps. He has mic drop. So we, can't, so we can't even get enlisted. This and fictional character went from private to master sergeant. Wow, Bugs Bunny. Did I hear that right? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's Officially real. That is discharged. real. Officially discharged. Is he is on paper hilarious. as being a master sergeant in the United States Marine Corps. I'm impressed. And Tom Selleck joined the National Guard. Hey, yes. we're gonna say that. <laughs> we're gonna say that many times. <laughs> Hashtag Even Tom Bugs Hashtag Bunny was in Warriors. the Marines. Bugs Bunny was in the Marines. Okay, before I say this next name, or actually, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say his name. But first, when I say his name, I want you all to tell me what is the first thing you think of. What's the first thing that comes to mind? All right, bring it. Montel Williams. Montel Williams. Uh, the that's the, the the talk show host, right? Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with this. Uh, what, what do you mean? What's the first thing? Just, they, what, I mean, do you know who Montel Williams yes, Montel is? Yes, What do you know of him? What do you know? Yeah, Montel just Williams the talk show. Talk show. Um, okay. and I, I, had, think, I think of the late night infomercials. Because yes. that's where he's getting all his money now. Yeah. Pr- you know, promoting all those borrow going. money, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in my mind, he has not had an illustrious career. No. Okay. Not ever since so. his show failed. No. Listen to this man's resume. Okay. Served 22 years in the military before leaving mm-hmm. as a lieutenant commander. He started his career in the Marines, then was discharged when he was accepted to the Naval Academy. After earning a degree in general engineering, he spent years as a cryptology officer, notably, notably during the invasion of Grenada. He has a slew of awards and medals under his belt. Uh, I mean, how do you have that resume? And wind up doing infomercials. Yeah, it's and Tom Selleck, who joined the National, National Guard, Guard. All right, Tom TV. Selleck jokes are going to stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> who knows who James Doohan is? He just is. switched him. I have, Dude, I have no idea who that James is. James Doohan? Would I, I would probably recognize him if I saw him, right? Scotty from the original Star Trek. Oh, oh yeah, wow. yes, I know Scotty. Okay. Yes. I didn't know that was his name. I should have, I'm ashamed. James Duen. Scotty, the original Star Trek series, was an artillery captain in the Canadian Air Force, leading his men to battle during the D-Day invasion of Normandy, where he was shot six times, leading to the amputation of his right middle finger. He did, he did this... Uh, let's see, wait a minute. Uh, when on screen... Uh, when there was ever a time, he hid this. I'm sorry. I mean, I was messing up my words. English escaped me for a second. <laughs> I'm good with words. When he started his acting career, he hid the fact that his right middle finger was amputated. He hid it. But that when there was ever a time that they had to show him using his hands, they used a stunt double. You have got to be kidding me. Nope. Wow. So in the entire career stunt of hands. Star Trek, I'm watching Scott. Okay. I took two things away from this. Yes. The first thing was he's Canadian, yep. and he's always played a Scottish guy. Yes, I am that. That now you've ruined Star Trek for me because <laughs> Scotty was always one of my favorites, and I didn't know he was Canadian. And two, he's been missing a finger this whole this time. Whole time, his right middle finger was amputated after being shot six times. Matt's gonna go back and watch now. <laughs> Whose hand I is am. that? Whose hand is? That? I'm gonna go home and watch 
part four, the return home or whatever it's called, where they bring the whales home. Yes. That's my favorite. Yes. And I'm going to be watching his hands the entire movie. Everybody expect a late night text. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Next. Rod Serling. The future writer was eager to enroll in the war to help fight the Nazis, but he was instead sent to the Philippines to fight the Japanese. He was put into one of the most dangerous platoons in the area, nicknamed the Death Squad, for the high number of casualties suffered in the group. Serling was lucky enough, uh, I hope I said his name right, Rod Serling, uh, was lucky enough not to be killed in combat, but he hardly came out unscathed. He was injured a few times in battle, but more dramatic was the severe trauma he experienced by, by serving in such a violent era. As a result, he was plagued by nightmares and flashbacks for the rest of his life. These events he experienced reshaped his worldview, and with them, he was inspired to create The Twilight Zone and write many of the shows he's most famous for. Wow. Did not wow. I did not, yeah. That, okay, that part is amazing. And... I, when you said Death Squad, I was thinking, oh my God, what if you're Sergeant Kenty? Because like, you're being reassigned <laughs> yeah, to the Death Squad. Yeah. <laughs> I would just crap my pants. But like, <laughs> yeah. oh, of course I am. I guess I'm going to write so my is, letter home to parents. Is, so is my first duty to pick my casket? <laughs> you know, I'll just take that dishonorable yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's And just Tom Selleck joined the National Guard. <laughs> I'm going to seriously. <laughs> hashtag right. Tom Selleck, hashtag Tom, you know. Okay. <laughs> Mic drop moment. Okay, I'm ready for this one. Jimmy Stewart. This Jimmy, is Stewart. My, my Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart was born to a family of military men. Both of his grandfathers were in the Civil War, and his dad served in the Spanish-American War in World War One. Wow. He was a. <clears throat> he was Jimmy I didn't Stewart. He was old, that old. Jimmy Stewart was an accomplished pilot before World War Two broke out. So when he enlisted in the Army Air Corps in 1941 after first being rejected for being underweight, um, it was no surprise that he began pilot training immediately. Stewart ended up going from private to colonel in four years, something only a handful of Americans have ever done. After the war, he continued his military career in the United States Air Force Reserve, allowing him to get back into acting. In 1959, he was named Brigadier General. His honors include Distinguished Service Medal, two Distinguished Flying Crosses, six Battle Stars, the Fran- and the French War Cross. In 1968, he, re- he retired from the reserves as a Brigadier General, making him the highest-ranked entertainer in the American military. He served 28 years. Wow. So you're telling me throughout his entire acting career, he was still technically... In the military. In the military. And he wow. actually was a popular actor. He left mm-hmm. acting. He was the one actor that I found that left acting to go serve in the military because he wanted, he enlisted specifically, left it all behind to go serve in the military. And that's where he was. And that's where he was. But then he served after the end of World War II, joined the reserves, kept serving his reserve time in the military but he had more time at home to do his movies. As and this well. is Man. this is Mr. It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. That guy. That is really he wow. is a brigadier. He retired yeah. after 28 years as a brigadier down. general. That is crazy. That's cool. And I'm sure Tom Selleck was only in the <laughs> <for> two years. 
You know what? When I get teased the podcast, <laughs> right. we're doing Tom Stella. <laughs> <laughs> and hell, he was in the National Guard. Guard for about six <laughs> months. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Hashtag weekend warrior. <laughs> no, we kid. We kid. Yeah, we kid. We kid. The National Guard, they're awesome. They're awesome. <laughs> they're breath of fresh house. air in my yes, stomach. Yes, I'm going to have picketers at my house about <laughs> the National Guard. Now, I mean, like I said earlier, National Guard's different. So Tom Selleck's National Guard's not today's no, National Guard. So no, I can no. joke with that. Yes. Yeah, today's National Guard can kill me with their thumb. Yeah. And I'm not messing with today's National Guard. <laughs> so uh, let's go into television. Uh, what is your favorite military comedy TV show and why? Let me was, let me interrupt this. I'm not going to go first. You can you, one of you guys can go first, but I want to break. This is another thing I I found out in my research. I don't remember this at all. Um, but I wanted to bring this up because I'm pretty positive nobody's going to bring this up. Airing on ABC in 1981 for one season of 13 episodes. Laverne and Shirley in the Army. Saturday morning animated series what? produced by Hanna-Barbera. What? Yeah. What, La- live action show or comedy? comedy. It was Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Cartoon. It was a Laverne and Shirley in the Army. Saturday morning animated series produced by Hanna- <laughs> Hanna-Barbera. Wow. Laverne yeah, and Shirley in the Army. I, don't, I have funny. no recollection And we of watched a lot of Hanna-Barbera growing Hanna-Barbera up, was and my I don't world. remember that <laughs> It was the at only all. thing allowed in our house on a Saturday morning. <laughs> you know, it was the only... Man, you could turn to six different stations and yes. Hanna-Barbera was Absolutely. on. Absolutely. It was in syndication for like 80 yeah, years. Yeah, let's say... Anyway, all right. Anybody Com- else want to go yeah, first? Comedy, I just wanted to throw that up. Comedy-wise, like, I'm not even going to say the obvious one because I'm sure somebody else has got it, But my favorite. You can say that if it's your favorite. I want to know your favorite. And then we can. I Major mean, there Dad. Would be, I loved Major, Major Dad. Major Dad was your favorite? Loved nice. Major Dad. Really? I That's funny. loved it. Wow. And whenever I was growing up also, I had two. So I'm going to go on and say the other one. When I was growing up, at my babysitter, who I considered my grandmother, but Gomer Pyle. Nice. And my dad I couldn't hated that Gober show. Pile. I hated my dad. Every time I turn it on. Is that on, why you love the show? <laughs> Major <laughs> Dad, though, man, like Major Dad to me was just so funny. Now, I could probably go back and watch it today, and I'd probably be like, I laughed at some of this stuff. <laughs> you know, like we have in yeah. other shows. You know, I remember Major Dad. And you know the, the funny thing, well, not the funny thing, but the interesting thing about that show is, uh, you know, during that time when it was out, uh, it came out, and he those those girls were not his. Right. Like he, it was a blended family thing, and like if you think about it, the '80s and early '90s, you know that was like a they were always you know throwing those things in. Like uh, what what was the show with uh, the two dads? Like they were friends, but they one was the dad, but they my called two dads. T- my two dads, <laughs> my two dads. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you know, had the whole two dad aspect, you know, and. You, that stuff you won't see today, oh, yeah, or yeah. they would do today. But yeah, like uh, Major Dad, that I, I, I watched it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but you know, <laughs> I remember watching it as a kid. How about you, Brian? So my favorite, uh, albeit probably in syndication by the time I was born, um, but still watched every episode, loved every episode, and that's Mash. Um, yeah, Mash is uh, Mash, Mash is a given. You know, the interesting thing is, is I, I never watched it when mom and dad watched it. I because you had to watch it on your own. I know wa- I had to watch it when mom and dad watched it. I I couldn't get into it. I was always doing something else. But then I got pneumonia, 
And there was only two shows on because yes. I couldn't sleep at night, and that was A Team and Mash. Yeah. And I, that that is the time I well, I always loved A Team. That was one of my favorite shows. A Team is my favorite military show. That's your favorite? Yeah, yes. I love I love A Team and Mash. I fell in love with Mash when I had pneumonia because I like it, during the night it only showed those shows. Like yes. it was like a marathon from all night. It was like right at the time yeah. when they started showing. This is it's going to make me sound old, but. This is right at the time when they had TV stations that showed stuff all night long yes. and didn't shut off. Right. That was like right around the time it stopped. That was a great was, time. That yeah. Was a great time. You know, because, you know, we, you know, not to make, make this sound real old, we were still, even for me and Brian, we still had a was, time where yeah. there was a time when TV shut still, off. Still closed. Too, right? yeah. 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 Y'all are preaching to the choir. I remember a day when it was shut off hours before it shut off when you guys came around. Yeah, like for us, it was yeah. like around 11, 11 o'clock, o'clock, 30. In the Jim, I mean, Jim got cut off at 6. six. <laughs> it was, no, seriously, it shut off after the news. The 10 o'clock yeah. news would play, and it was done. <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Actually, actually, no, I take that back. It shut off at, I think it shut off at 8 or 9 originally because um, that was, bef- that was actually, I'm going to, man, I'm so freaking old there was there was a i remember sweetie, sweetie. i remember a time when the was it five six o'clock news was the news and yes, that was it that there was, was it. no 10 o'clock no news. Yes. so after that last show went off at like eight nine o'clock bam you were either watching the so, tape or you there was one bed. night there was one night one night when i got a reprieve and that was at saturday night live I watched Saturday Night Live because this Channel 4 would extend because Saturday Night Live would on go weekends. a little later yeah. on weekends. And then I'd walk, stay up a little later and watch that. But after that went off, <laughs> wasn't there a time in which, I may be making this up, but were you around, wasn't there a time when right before the... The, the bars. Yeah. Well, the no, sound. Well, not the, that, not even oh, that. No, no. The, the uh, sign-off. The sign-off? Yes. yes. There was a sign-off, yeah. and then the national anthem yes. would play. Yes, they God, they're like, "Thank you for Absolutely. watching." And God bless America. That, Absolutely, and then they would play the national anthem, and then bars. But that was before us. No, we way before us. Yeah, because that was that was, was that was him. Jimmy's time. That's I, what that's I what I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was asking. I was like, "Was were you around when that happened?" Absolutely. Was still I, yeah, that was. You know, like for us, I mean, no, if, that, if we were yeah. even allowed, at the, you know, to stay up around yeah, that time. No, I don't remember that. No, A Team was my favorite. Um, just simply, just the contrast of characters on that yes. show, man. With I mean, B. A. Baracus, Murdoch. Yeah, I mean, you know, that all of them were just that, that. That show was great. But I've got one honorable mention. It was obvious. I was obviously watching it in syndication because it stopped in 1971. But for I don't know why I love this show, but it was so fantastic. Um, Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean. I mean, I did not live or grow up during the World War II era, but there was, I mean, it was such something fantastic about that show. i tell you why I think that show is genius. Why? Because they took one of the most serious parts of any, both World War I The Nazi II, camps. The camps. Yeah. And they made it a comedy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you think about it, the POW camps... Uh, for the Nazis, where like the if you if you look at the real side, it was horrible living uh, situations, awful uh, you know deaths, torturing, mm-hmm. all that stuff. 
you know, and they totally ignored it and made it to where the Nazis were just as funny yeah. <laughs> as the Americans in this serious situation. Well, they they also portrayed, you know, Americans as the heroes and they portrayed Germans as these buffoons. Yes. Because like your, major, your major character was Colonel Clink. Yeah, yeah. Colonel Clink. You know, yeah, then, I mean, it was. I don't know. Was, I, I think I, I thought think, it was funny. I thought Hogan's Heroes is genius. Now it was it, okay. So the the humor was kind of hard for me to watch because that was like the humor. Uh, it was mm-hmm. I don't know. Like back in that day, it was all about dialogue and not about like what yeah, I could part of get. It, but a, par- a part of it though was that the fact of they're supposed to be in this German camp. But they're actually spies, spies. sent there yeah. to run missions out of the camp. Yeah. And they have the entire run of the entire... They can go anywhere, leave any time they want, do whatever they yes. want, get what they want. And that was, to me, the funny part of it was uh-huh. them making the Germans look like buffoons. Yes. The whole time. And they're clean and well-nourished. Yeah, yeah. well-nourished the entire show. show. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, uh, what is y'all's favorite character from these Howling Mad show? Murdoch. Give me some right here. Yes, Mad you Murdoch. You did not hear that high five yes, on here, but it happened. If I could slap my hand right now, <laughs> slap the hands, slap the hands, slap the hands. Howling Mad Murdoch to me is one of the best military characters because he's insane. Uh, his just even the dude from the movie did a great oh, yeah. portrayal of Matt, of Murdoch because. That's how insane he was. Yeah. Nothing scared him. Right. He would do anything. But he was also, he was crazy, but he was also a genius. He was a very genius. intelligent. He was that insane, uh, would die in a minute genius because it, it was always seemed like, oh yeah, he's going to die. But he would always bring it out and be like that hidden genius that always <laughs> saved their lives. I love Matt. Yeah, that was my, my Who Murdoch. Who is that from? I'm sorry. 18. 18. 18. It is the 18. The television yeah, okay, show. Okay, so did I, you ever watch the TV I show? Not, I never got a chance to watch You never to got watch to watch the TV original. show. Okay, so in the movie, it was the guy who flew the helicopter. He flew gotcha. everything. Matt Murdoch. He okay. was, the, he was okay. the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Which I should have gotten from context of the movie that yeah. I watched the new one, but yeah. Same thing, though. Yeah. He was that insane in the show. Now, in the movie, he took it to <laughs> yeah. a whole nother degree well, because I, in the 70s, they yeah. had to, you know, they, they didn't have that much to work with. You know, as in you know, I love flying the one planes and from stuff. the new A team. I love the guy. I love I love the A team in general. In general, you know, I, yes. I love the that. Yeah, the A team. Yeah, A team was great. So, how about you? Who's your? Is it Gomer Pyle? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Is it Tom Selleck in the National Guard? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Selleck and Blue Blood. <laughs> no, uh, sure. No, uh, you know who I always liked was Hawk from Airwolf. Oh, Airwolf. Yeah. Nice. How have no? How does nobody here mention Airwolf? Like I, I, totally, love, I, I love totally Airwolf. forgot about Airwolf. Yeah. I mean, Airwolf was more of your drama, I guess, and action. And, but, cool, I mean, and cool ships and helicopters oh man, and stuff. Like, yeah, like Airwolf. That. Like, but yeah, Hawk was probably one of my favorites as a kid. Like, wow. Yeah. I man, totally, I, I'm sitting here ashamed of myself. That, I, I missed that, that in my. I was re- re- researching these shows, and that did not come up at all. Well, see, oh my I didn't God. even think about. It's funny because whenever, like you said, whenever I was researching, I yeah. typed in shows because you know there's so many military shows, and then Airwolf came up as like. That's it. It was Hawk. That yeah. was his name. Jan, Jan Michael Vincent. Well, if you think about it, that show had a lot of serious and comedy yeah. moments. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it could have gone either way. Yeah. Uh, but, man, I used to love that show. Yeah. 
How about you, Brian? Well, since everybody, everybody's going to be in here talking about some really awesome people and you know, really cool things. Andy but, Griffith. Yes. <laughs> Barney Fife. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. <laughs> National Guard. National Guard, baby. No. Um, funny enough, a, a really offshoot character who wasn't from... I'm going to go back to MASH, but actually, because I, I think normally I would probably say Hawkeye, but too easy. I actually like Klinger from okay. that series. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Just because of what he was doing throughout that entire show to get out yeah. of the military. Oh, yeah. He's dressing like, like a woman, he's standing on a pole, yeah, all this weird thing. crap. Yeah. But he, that guy broke a lot of barriers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. barriers he did. Doing that in that he show. He did. And it yeah. was, he was just hilarious. Yeah. But you know, after like five seasons, like he still didn't go home and he just kept doing it. Yeah, kept doing it. Yeah. He just got used to it. So here's what I'm going to do. Except, it was just every day except, Except when they had those serious ones, yes, and then he would go to his would uniform, uniform, and then when it went back to the comedy, he was back in the yes. dress. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Um, so in a, <laughs> this might, I'm gonna try to like sum the answer in this one because this I one could go. I have a question mark on this one to be honest, but okay. what do you think the difference is between military TV shows from the past sixty years? Do you think it's like I, I'll tell you, like for me. It is exactly what we've been talking about. They have been getting more detailed. Like NCIS, I I can't stand the show, but it is a branch of the naval government that has all these serious situations. It's just like if you go back to like the 60s and look like Hogan's Heroes, 70s and all that, it's it was more we need to take the serious situation and we need to make it it ridiculous. It was but it was one thing. I think the major difference between then and now is is that nowadays you have that 24-hour news cycle and you have that just infinite uh, you know wealth of subject matter yeah. to write on. You also have a wealth of knowledge that can help you make this stuff more realistic. Yeah. So instead of stuck on one subject matter, you know, a German prison corps in this in, in during World War yeah. 1 or 2 whatever, 2 um, you you can you have tons of different subject matters that you can actually take and broaden mm-hmm. the spectrum of a yeah. show, um, and I think that's the major difference. You can make them more realistic, and you have a wealth of realistic things, stories to pull from. Yeah, to base your stories on. You know, so. my thing also, like, yeah, you're right. Like, but NCIS, like, I just don't. I think Hollywood has just ran out of ideas because there's like how many NCIS shows? Like, do we need like we four or five 26? of them? I don't like know. Like you got, I know there's, you got NCIS, Los Angeles, uh, New Orleans. There's two NCISs because um, LL Cool J, LL Cool J, and uh, <laughs> but I mean ba- uh, Robin. You can tell, like, yeah, Chris, <laughs> you can tell like the difference between now and like 60 years. It's just. <laughs> It, I mean, the writing is so different. Now we have to have... We don't have anything original anymore. That's what I'm trying to well, say. Well, you like, know, yes. Like, nothing original, but right. it's like... Which, we, it's actually, if you think about it, it's sad. Because yes. they have yes. they have, they have have such more... They have access to so much more information yes. to help them create. It was harder right. back then. Like and, the Hogan's Heroes. And they and did stuff, yeah. such a better job. Yeah. Yes. I don't get that at all. Let okay. me ask you this. Could you see... A comedy show today, or in the past twenty years, about terrorism? 
No. No. At all? No. I mean, I do do I think you can you could pull it off and do it? Absolutely. But yeah. it would take the right writer and the right director to pull it off. See, in in that 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 right there, if you compare that statement to Hogan's Heroes, who did it? Yes. They took mm-hmm. something at that time yeah. was the most serious and probably at that time impacted more right. than 50 but, to 60 percent of america but to to piggyback off of brian's point from earlier i don't think you would you will ever get it because i think writers and directors are scared because of these internet trolls they don't exactly. wanna, they don't want to have to fight that battle it's going to take someone who's willing to stand up mm-hmm. and say you are not my boss it's going to take a network that's willing to stand up and say you are not my boss if you don't want to watch the show don't watch. Change the channel. Yes, exactly. That's this is how you handle it. You don't go out there and spew all of your nonsense yeah. to the world. Yeah. Yes. But if they still turn the show on and they talk crap about it, I'm still going to get paid. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They need someone that says my life is not dictated by internet trolls. Yes. yes. I don't have to watch a TV show or a movie if I don't agree with something. You know, like that's yeah. right. and that's the thing. There's okay, a ton so, of content right, out there I don't the I don't agree with. Yeah, like Movies. I'm not going to pay for a movie if it doesn't look interesting yeah. to me. But I watch TV shows and I watch movies. And thank God for Netflix and Hulu that we get to watch these to forget about the world. Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't. I don't have to. And I mean, even being a pastor, like we've talked about yeah. this, I don't have to go into a show and say, "Well, I shouldn't be watching this because I'm going to be." No, that's not what you do. Like, yeah. yes, TV shows and movies. You're supposed to forget about this crazy world that we live in today. Yeah, yeah in, okay. if you advertise it well, right. you can avoid all yes. that. Yes. If it looks offensive, don't turn it on right. and then go on and be like, oh, it looks offensive, and then shut up. Don't say everything offensive about it if you okay. don't know what the show is. So here's you know? what so here's what we do. We just we just hire we just get a consortium of people that are like minded to us. We pull together our resources and we hire Morgan Freeman, and we're going to and we're going to write Perfect. and we're going to we're going to write a PSA to all the internet trolls of the world. Yeah, yeah. and we're going to put this in front of every movie ever yeah. made for, for, for history, and we're just going to insert all yes. the offensive stuff in that PSA for this particular content. <laughs> and by the way, it contains this, 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 and this. If that offends you, don't watch. Go about your business. Titty <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> that is I, that's I just, done. That's a done deal. I'm just hearing it now. My people are going to get a hold of yeah. his people. And we're going to make that happen. <laughs> Dear keyboard warriors, <laughs> we've heard your comments. <laughs> uh, is there is there a military show that you would like to see be, uh, see turned into a movie, wrote, or has it already been turned into I, a movie? I wrote down that I would like to see a Hogan's Hero style movie we just talked about that yeah. but using not World War II obviously but something more modern more modern yeah I think it I think it would I mean I think you could easily turn that into a comedy but again it's gonna take somebody brave to do it yeah. and we yeah. gotta get that consortium done so we can hire Morgan Freeman yeah. I haven't I haven't really seen uh, there's nothing really out there that I've seen that I would even really want alright well let me ask you this 
Uh, well, Ryan, do you have a, uh, a comedy military? Like a movie that I would like to see turn into a comedy a show. show? Yeah. Show. You know what I would love to see? I mean, you love this movie. I or, would a, lo- or a show to a movie. Oh, so a wait. show into a I movie. Was say. Oh, oh, it's a show into a movie. Yeah, yeah okay. Because that's what a I movie, And then when we get to the movie, it'll that's be a movie bad. into a show. Okay. Show to a movie. Because the reverse, I can. Yes. Show to a movie. Yeah, is there a show that you would like to see turn into? I mean, honestly, I would like to see Airwolf. <laughs> Airwolf. I, I mean, even movie. though we were just yes, talking about it, there's no. Yeah, I, I mean, why that. not? Like, I mean, cool right characters. There. Yeah, cool ships. Yeah, cool. Yeah. like storyline. Uh, like, because I think Airwolf is the perfect nerd and jock type. Yeah, absolutely. Thing, you know, like you, you could totally <laughs> reach both sides. Like you of said, that. especially with today's technology and movies and everything. Yes. Oh, oh man, it'd be great. It would be so good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jim? Is there a is there a show? Yeah, I said it. Hogan's Heroes. You I mean, would like to like see Hogan's style, Heroes first. That style, but adapted to something more of a... Not World War II, yeah. but more modern. I couldn't think of a comedy because all the comedies I know are already yeah. movies. But I did... Uh, there is a show I would love to see like one full length movie. And that's... I don't know if y'all have seen the SEAL Team 6 show. Uh, with uh, Walton Goggins, yeah. he's yeah. you know from SOA yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, that that cowboy show. I can't remember that. <laughs> I, I didn't watch the cowboy show, but uh, that Westworld is it, it Westworld? Westworld? Justified. Justified. Oh, Justified. 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 Yes. My bad. Justified. Uh, but uh, and that SEAL Team Six, six show. Yes, man. That yeah, it, it is. I mean, there's no comedy in this, but Walton Goggins has those quick-witted responses yes. that are really funny yeah. that he does in pretty much everything he's a part of. And I think he's genius and like he's one of the main characters on that show. Yeah. And I would love to see a full-length movie with him as the lead. But, you know, we won't get it because if you're in the show, you won't be on the movie. They'll get somebody else to do the movie and you do the show. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see a full-length movie with him leading yeah, the I SEAL can see team. That. That'd be good. What's the worst TV show that y'all have seen Gomer Pyle surprise surprise surprise, yeah. surprise. I'm, I'm sorry Ryan no, no, it's fine. I have no, this fun I the, cannot uh, stand his talking man I can't stand him I hated him when he showed up on the Andy Griffith show yeah <laughs> I couldn't stand I, him I, I, that's fine yeah. and no I loved Andy Griffith right but I couldn't stand Gomer Pyle Surprise, surprise, surprise. Oh, my dad hated that show. Yeah, mine is... Uh, I think that's why you liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... Seven, Love you, daddy. Yeah, seven watching that. <laughs> um, I, I, You know, I have to say, I hated Jag. I hated oh, it. I never watched it. I hated never it. Watched I, it. I, never watched I, it. I watched a few out of yeah. curiosity, but it was like a military soap opera. Yeah, that's it. Like, I watched one season. I tried to give it one season, and yeah. I barely made it through that season. Mm. Oh, that, it's funny you mentioned that, too, because every time I think of Jag, I think of... Uh, what was it Family Guy did a, a, a bit oh, about yeah, that right. where, they're, where they're talking and then they turn to the, the TV and they're like does anyone know we're on no just the old just a bunch of old people in an old folks home oh, hi <laughs> how you doing out there <laughs> remember the 40s <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious I'm gonna say any of the NCIS shows oh, yeah. oh my god <laughs> just pick one it's literally if you watched if you watched episode one then the rest of the 312 that are existence yeah. are the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. And they all have the exact same characters of any other cop show 
You have the tech girl that figures you, everything out for you. Do you, and have, you have the yeah. leader? You yeah. have the action guy. It's the same thing. Do you, everyone? And you have the one-liner. <laughs> and then you have Tom Selleck Don't who joined us. I knew it. I knew. That's why I was by my microphone. I knew it. Do you like actors that should have retired? Do you like hot goth chicks? We've got the show for you. NCIS Nashville. Featuring Tom Selleck. Who joined the National Guard. Tom Selleck is sitting out there with his otters. (laughs) That he got in the National Guard. You have to go back and listen to our episodes to get that. (laughs) Just curious, does he live on Mustache Mountain? Yes, he does. No Do his otters have mustaches? <laughs> Moving on, you people. <laughs> All right, does somebody uh, does somebody have who here has a, thinks they have the best original idea for see, a military comedy? I want to see one comedy with two guys, and this is no, no, it actually is an insult to me. And then, <laughs> like me and Matt, like by mistake, get on this bus going. <laughs> Where's this going? And they end up going to the military. (laughs) (laughs) And like two guys didn't show up. So they just think it's them. And they're just like, what is going on here? That's something I would love to see. I want to show. I have a really simple concept. And I think it could be genius. You have to say Tom Selleck. No, no, no. no, I promise. This is too ridiculous for Tom Selleck. Who, by the way, joined the National National Guard. Guard. (laughs) (laughs) No, but. Two two screw ups who are in the military are they screw up something big, right? And they say they go to them and, and are like, "All right, you're either going to be dishonorably discharged, or you have to go to out uh, uh like uh, outpost zero in the deepest parts <laughs> of the coldest Alaska." And like this one guy goes, and then another guy from another branch goes, and it's like their time in survival <laughs> at this outpost. And there's only like a bar down the road, and they're trying to live life in the military at this outpost and not get kicked out of the military. And you know, <laughs> doing like all the screw up stuff, yeah. you know, like uh, changing, like changing a filter in their two room apartment that's in the deep, coldest part of Alaska or something, <laughs> or you know, like Iceland, Iceland. or something. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jim? You got um, any ideas? I had a couple ideas. One of them was kind of simple. It was um, think of like an episode. The show starts off with like this big dramatic you know, like paragraph on the screen about uh, military tank training. And you see after you that goes off the screen, it just fades into four guys climbing down in t- inside a tank. And the whole season is four guys in a tank training to be tank operators, but they ensue with witty banter and like Seinfeld type comedy and slapstick <laughs> with each other while All they're right. trying to train. <laughs> I'm yeah. Okay. And so, and they're in military <laughs> uniform and they're like talking in like, you know, outdated, you know, dialogue, yeah. you know, like back from the forties or something. And then at the end of the season, you actually, after it, you, at the beginning of every episode starts the same way with them climbing in, they climb out, the shows goes off. But at the very end of the season, you see them climb out of the tank and it's in somebody's backyard. It's just them playing around. <laughs> I like um, that. Uh, but then I had another more elaborate one. So I had a, I had an idea that, and I kind of stole this a little bit. I kind of, I kind of ripped Matt off a little bit on this idea, but um, each my episode, stuff is trademarked, so you got to pay me. So, you know, all right, you know, so. check is in the mail. The check is in the mail. 
Um, each episode would carry soldiers through various wartime scenarios, chaotic combat, search and rescue, parachuting into enemy territory. Every scene would be filled with you know witty banner back and forth uh, between the characters, cracking jokes, throwing insults, and think of in the vein of Monty Python meets Mel Brooks. Oh, okay. Um, and <clears throat> as the episodes go by through the season... Um, a lot of what seem to be the main characters are killed in oddly over-exaggerated ways, and some just vanish with no explanation. Towards the end of the season, you start to hear things like, doesn't this whole thing seem implausible or completely unrealistic? Yeah, none of this makes any sense. I'd never do that in combat. I just it was I just did it like it was a reflex. Um, <clears throat> how, is, how is any of this actually happening? How are people just disappearing? And you got, by the time you get to the last episode, everybody dies. The scene fades to black. It fades back into four dudes around a TV. Well, that game sucked. Let's go back to Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then you hear, and then you hear someone repeat uh, one of the more popular jokes and insults that they heard the characters say during the season. <laughs> I like that. That's that's really good, man. Like a new game every season <laughs> yeah. or something. That's yeah, cool. I love it. I like that. I got. I just thought of a. I just thought of a TV show yeah. because I think they should do a TV show about Tom Selleck's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He could join the national guard. Or you know what? I bet Tom Selleck's mustache is yeah. braver than Tom <laughs> Selleck, <laughs> and he would join the Marines. We could have the, we could have the mustache be the most awarded national, national guardsman <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> dancing on that land <laughs> how about you Brian uh, I couldn't go, I, <laughs> it's okay Tom Selleck loves you right <laughs> he is with I, you right now I couldn't really come up with an original idea because everything I would really think of it, it probably would have taken more time for me but I, I, like, it's like I come up with like for instance I thought of uh, thinking from a c- comedic standpoint like you know, in the Navy, you you just won, you 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 won a war of something, or you won a battle. You're on your way home. Boom! You know, this one little submarine sinks, and you you survive. A bunch of guys survive, but get stranded on an island. And then throughout series, that island builds. They have a tiki bar, and a and somehow. <laughs> but then that just as the times go, when I think about it, it just seems like a more military version of, of uh, Gilligan's Island. Of Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island. Island. Yeah, that's a, that's exactly. <laughs> what I thought about exactly every time I started creating something I was like ooh this could happen and then ooh this well that's Gilligan's Island well then we could do this ooh what about a military group on a base during the war mash you know I couldn't really little buddy little buddy I could not really think of a of an original idea that hasn't already been done what if you had uh, what if you had a comedy show about guys who tested new military things. Like, there's a new ship, but there's this one team that is chosen to test new things. Like, there's a new tank. We go to this team. There's a new plane. And then something always goes wrong with every piece of equipment that they touch. And then they call Tom Selleck's mustache. (laughs) All right, Ryan, I'm going to take a little break off the Tom Selleck. I promise. All right. Until we get back to Tom Selleck. (laughs) Moving on. All right. To movies. Let's go to movies. Yep. What is your favorite military comedy movie? I'm going to start with We name one. Just one. And then when I'm sure there's honorable mentions. Yep. 
Down Periscope. Down Periscope. Yeah. Obvious, yep. but why? Tell us why, though. It's just ridiculous hilarity. A whole group of people who can make you laugh uncontrollably. And it goes back to that ridiculous that level of ridiculousness you talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Just unrealistic group of stupid people, pop, you know, plucked from the worst parts and just reigned victorious. But they end up being like being the best the part, best of, part the, of the yeah. Yeah. ship. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just and that, and I mean, come on. It's, it's that guy. It was the main story. character yeah. in that is hilarious. All right, Ryan. Don't say Tom Selleck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Like, that lasted Tom 60 seconds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm going Renaissance Man. Oh, oh, nice. I love, I love that, love movie. that movie. And that, I mean, that's the thing. Like, that is probably a comfort movie that I can yeah, pull I on that, and man. watch over and over just because it has your comedy, it has your emotional, dramatic yeah. effect. The cast is perfect. Danny DeVito was perfect. Yeah. And it was awesome. And Gregory Hines was perfect. But you know, yeah. but you know what made that, what really made that was Penny Marshall directed it. You know what? I forgot about that. That's and right. She is such a great director from you Laverne and Shirley. She was, oh, yeah, she was I did of, not yeah, know that. She was, League of Their Own. Yeah. yeah a League, she did really? a League of Their Own. I forgot about but that. But she is such a genius yeah. director. Man, I, I, she has a talent at pulling at the heartstrings. Yeah, that, that movie is my all-time favorite military But the, the way they put, they put Hamlet to cadence in that oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Oh Man, so great. Good. And, so good. you know, they, they make uh, like po- the poetry that kid's salvation. That's right. Like, yeah. Throughout the movie. That's what yes. I loved about yeah. that. Like yes. he was, he already knew like, you know, his fate and all this. And, you know, yeah. he tried to escape it. And then he found that one part of the world that, mm-hmm. you know, brought him back. Yep. And yeah. even when he got caught in, you know, spoilers, goes to prison he takes it with him, yeah. And right. like, and, and reaches Danny DeVito's character movie. feels so guilty because he was trying to get him promoted. Yes, because he felt like he was yeah. so smart and right. undeserving of being here. <laughs> didn't know he was hiding out, and yeah. that's how he got found out. So yeah. he felt had that guilt of oh yeah putting him in that situation. And it seemed like everybody had guilt, even when it was brought out. Like you know, the commanders and all that are like, oh man, they saw the promise and. But they had no choice. They had no choice. Yeah. Got to follow. It just it. had a perfect mix of everything for me in that movie. Yeah. Love it. How about you, Jim? Good morning, Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam. Every day. Good morning, Vietnam. Every day, all day, Robin Williams. Everything about that movie. The seriousness King of, of it is there, man. the serious seriousness really gets you. But that's what I kind of love about it is it. It was one of the. It's one of the movies that can make me laugh so hard. Yeah. But at the same time, tug at the heartstrings real hard too, yeah. man. And it's man, it's just such a great film. All right, I, I have okay. So I'm going to say my favorite direct mm-hmm. military yes. movie, okay? Because I have one on here that's not direct. Yes, but it it, it is my favorite above this one. But I'm going to say this is Sergeant Belko. Oh yes, is yeah. my favorite yeah. direct <laughs> military movie. I no. love. I, I think I think Sergeant Bilko would be the ideal commander for me. Oh, of course. And the ideal situation if I had to join any yes. any branch of the military, I'd slack off. <laughs> I'd make money. I would do any of the stuff that, you know, brought me above and beyond within, you know, <clears throat> my platoon or whatever. And then you're always doing something. Yeah. Like I love how they're always doing, doing something. It. You know, and it's not necessarily partying. Yeah. It's like they you know, they'll 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 
do hockey or they'll sing in a choir or you know they'll do a lot of gambling i probably yeah. wouldn't do as much gambling but i mean all the entertainment in this movie it just in steve martin's genius comedy alongside oh, man, with yeah. all the fun stuff you know with this movie yeah. i just that is That's probably true. my favorite direct <laughs> comedy military that movie. was yeah. that was a hard one for me because i almost went that one because with steve martin and phil hartman and dan yeah. Aykroyd, you can't go wrong yeah no. see just like down periscope is his yeah. comfort military movie that's sergeant bilko to me mm. like i that's can put right. on sergeant bilko and i don't <laughs> necessarily have to visually look at it because i have it memorized oh yeah and i can just go along <laughs> with it but i my uh, indirect is spy spies like us yes it's you know they're doing military training they're a part of the government but they're not directly (laughs) in the military right and that is above sergeant bilko because spies like us is one of my favorite movies of all time it is it's such a good movie (laughs) so are there any uh honorable mentions like well i I mean we didn't we didn't say stripes of course stripes Stripes is a uh, given mikhail's navy yeah jinx there you go give me a coke (laughs) (laughs) um uh, hot shots. I mean, I, it, I, I totally. I love it. hot shots. Hot shots. Yeah, I do too. It's, now, okay. it's, it's one of the overly absurd that I actually like because I can laugh at it so much. But well, it's like loaded weapon and yes. all that. It's just you know you have to have those like a scary movie. You just have to have yeah. those ridiculous. As long as it's done in taste and it's actually funny. Yeah, I, I love hot shots. But yeah. then, I, then I got another yeah. old feel good that feel good movie that takes me back to my childhood. Deal of the century with Chevy Chase when he was a military arms. Yeah, dealer. man. Yeah. I love anything um, with Chevy Chase though. But that was Chevy Chase back in his slapstick prime. Yes. Though. Yes. Like um, his early yeah. comedy younger days. Right. That was ever, that was before like you know Family Vacation yeah. twelve. Did you, ever, <laughs> did you ever see Chasers with Tom Berenger? Yes. yes. I yes. like that one. I mean, it's it was not, okay. It's uh, not good. It was like, I didn't it was, watch it for anybody I but know. the girl. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah we know yeah. why you I watched know it. Why you watched well, what was her name, though? Erica, she was in Under Siege, too. Yeah, And Erica. she was actually naked in that movie. <laughs> Calm down, Tom <laughs> And that was an early time for me. <laughs> Clean up the mustache. Clean up the stash. now. <laughs> Sorry, Chasers, go. Yeah, no, but like Jim said, Chasers was one of those, like, it was fun. I mean, it's one of those, like, if you put it on and there's like, oh, there's nothing else. (laughs) You know, I can laugh at this movie. Yeah. But yeah. It's one you can watch and also scroll. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Yeah. And I, I also, I love In the Army now. As, as dumb as it is, like, I, I love, I mean, I, I love, there's certain Polly Shore movies I love, and then there's a lot more that I don't at all. You can put me in the don't at all category. You don't like oh, any yeah. Polly Shore movies? Not one. So really? when we do and the Polly Shore podcast, every time, every time it was his, his hour on MTV, off. I really? Could not stand now wait a minute. Now, I will say I do. You hated son-in-law? Yes. Oh, I love. Son-in-law. Oh my god! I man. can't stand anything okay. he's ever done. All right. <laughs> Biodome. Bio I, I could no. I love Biodome. Oh, Bio That's Dome. me and my friend Micah's movie though. We saw uh, that when it came out. I can't stand I any Bio of his movies. I agree. With you. I don't like. Bio See, Dome. and I even love some of his stand-up comedy. Can't stand that either. Oh my god! I will say, what I, was it? He called himself the ferret, the weasel, the weasel, the weasel. The weasel. The weasel. The weasel. Well, I, I will say, I did hate jury that show's duty. generation though. Yes, I hated Jury Duty though. Ah, see, I love Jury I Duty when he they was trying to lie or like keep it going to stay. In yeah, real so he nice, could still get paid and stay yeah, in a nice hotel nice and all hotel. that. I love how his dad 
got paid and thought he was doing to do something big yeah. by collecting styrofoam. <laughs> they pay you by the pound. Uh, what is your favorite comedy out of the, uh, these military comedy movies? And it doesn't necessarily have to be in your favorite movie. Favorite character? character. Favorite character. What did I say? You said favorite comedy out of these movies. Oh, my bad. Character. <laughs> character. What is, who, what is your favorite character out of these Lieutenant movies? Commander Tom Dodge. Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> Why, though? Because he's hilarious. I love his easy, no effort slapstick humor. It's just, it's um, no effort with him. Is, are you 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 talking about the actor? Yes, uh, Leslie Grammer. Leslie Grammer. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey yeah. Grammer. Sorry, sorry. Kelsey. Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Grammer. Yeah. Yes, he's just it's just effortless with him, and he can even do it with a serious face, <laughs> and you will still laugh just uncontrollably with with what he says. I just hope they have one in turquoise. Thank you. Mine is from your favorite spot. I, I love Emmett Chevet Chase. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, just, dude. Just, doctor, 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 doctor. Just his doctor, humor doctor. alone. And I mean, I could put Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. But I mean, an honorable mention, I will say, and like you said, Steve Martin from Sergeant Bill. Just because if I was in the military, that's who I want. Yes. Yeah. How about you, Jim? All right. So, favorite of all time, I have to go with Adrian Cronauer, Robin Williams from Good Morning. Yeah. Um, um, call outs, man. I, I, it, he was. Even with all the other comedic genius going on around him, I Ox John Candy from Stripes. <laughs> yeah, I just, he was so funny, especially the mud wrestling <laughs> yeah. thing was going on. Just so funny. I love his whole um, uh, when he's teaching what's his name poker. Oh, and he's yeah. teaching him how teaching yeah. it wrong so yeah, he can so get, he all, get his all his money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, you're getting better at this. <laughs> yeah. See, if you would have had us king and a queen, king. you would have taken it. But <laughs> See, I, I have sad. four too, so I win. But you were really close. And then everybody, <laughs> and everybody around him is just laughing. Yeah. Um, but I also call out uh, Buckman, played by Kenneth Campbell in Down Periscope, uh, the, just simply because of the fart scene. But you, but you can also call out um, Harlan Williams, who was uh, the, the radio operator uh, who did the whale impersonations. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's another uh, one inter- interesting thing that it my brain never connected this. Um, uh you remember in Stripes, the two girls that were the love interests? Yes. Um, one of them, that wind, the girl that winds up with Harold Ramis's character. Yes. That's Mary Sean Young. Yeah. Okay? And it never dawned on me. She was in Blade Runner, Dune, No Way Out, Wall Street, yeah. Cousins, yep. and was in Ace Ventura as yep. Einhorn and Ray Finkel. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> I mean, I caught that really late yeah, in yeah, life, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I mean, it was very late for me <laughs> when I when I pieced all that together, and I oh, was like, funny. "Oh my gosh, this woman went from hot, you know, love interest to a dude." <laughs> <laughs> I made it. <laughs> You're gonna be so proud of me, mom. That just that would just I don't know, man. It just stuck out in my brain. Yeah, right man. Uh, mine is Austin Milbarge. Dan oh, Aykroyd's yes. character. Dan Aykroyd. I, nice. I couldn't even. I can't even go to a direct military because Austin Milbarge, you know, the genius, yeah. the 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 comedy he brings, like you know, the little the little quick the quips, yes, like uh, show show him your dick for what's a dick for to pee with, <laughs> like little things like that. Yeah. You go like like those little jabs, and then you yeah. get in there and you're like, oh wait a minute, did he just say dick for? <laughs> What? Yes. I, I like Austin Milbarge's character. Like, and I love, like, uh, you know, at the beginning when he's working at the 
like bottom basement <laughs> of the Pentagon and like he's cracking codes and everything, listening to heavy metal music. And then he comes and then that guy comes down and trying to keep him down there. And then he ends up, you know, working with Chevy Chase and everything. <laughs> I, just, I love Austin Milbarge. Um, in your words, describe the evolution of military comedy. Uh, we, we already touched yeah, we, on that. I mean, well, here's the uh, thing, though. We kind of we, we touched on it on the TV shows, but not movies. Um, I think it's the same. It kind of like, is, but thing. I think uh, there's less advancement in the movie side because I think there's still so many parallels um, from then to now. I mean, you can look at Abbott and Costello in the Foreign Legion, and then you look at Stripes. You can look at The Great mm-hmm. Dictator with Charlie Chaplin with all the slapstick humor, and then go look at Sergeant Bilko yeah. with all the slapstick humor. I mean, you can you have your gems in the middle mm-hmm. because – um, I think there was some fantastic acting in Good Morning Vietnam. I think yeah. there was some fantastic acting in Biloxi Blues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, Biloxi Blues. Um, I with, mean, uh, um, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. yeah. Um, is a, com- a very underrated comedy, and I think, but I think there was some really great acting. But uh, you know, it, there's those are tiny gems sandwiched in between a whole bunch of absurdity. Yeah. I don't think there's a, been a whole lot of advancement. I still think they try to do the same thing. Yeah. Over and over again. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Like, if you go back to 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. I think everything that came out was military. Like, I agree with that. Like, you had musicals. You had serious. You had comedy. It was just because that's what everybody was going through, and they wanted something to relate with everybody. It was like, just make it military, and then put a situation in there. Yes. You know, it was, you know, just at that time. Like, look how many... Like, we grew up with a dad who watched nothing but military movies. Oh, my God. I can name, like, 12 with uh, the Duke in them. Like, it's... (laughs) An old Duke. Yeah. Like, there's just so many war movies in in that time period. Mm -hmm. And, like, right around the end of Vietnam was kind of where it faded out. And then you... Right when, like, the 80s hit, then they had the general military comedy stuff. And then it died out right around 2001 when, you know, 9-11 happened. 9/11. And then it was like, all right, you have to watch out what you make, you know, your comedy is. Otherwise, it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. And then that's where, you know, it all kind of went to, what can we make a movie about that won't hurt their feelings? And, uh, and then that's where it comes into like 13th hour and then zero dark 30 and stuff like that where it's like okay we could just take something that really happened that was a like kick a moment and just make a movie out of it or zero dark 30 was awesome i you know i love zero dark 30 i haven't seen 13 hour yet it's really and now that i've seen jack ryan with him i'm like i'm on board with john krasinski man i'm like he's so he won me over as an actor uh, he is not a good at comedy at all. Like I couldn't stand The Office, so it's well, like well, it's okay. So well, I agree with you. <laughs> like I, I, I like him better as a series. I've actor. seen him pull off a little bit of comedy in that show, but I have not watched a whole lot of that show just simply because for me, Steve Carell's character in that show is so difficult so to watch. Yes. That I can't really sit and watch a full season, which to really judge if he's good at comedy, yeah. which sucks because he was the only reason I watched that yeah. show. Yeah. Like you said, okay, so him and that. Whenever I think of him, I always thought, oh gosh, it's The Office. Like I, I just don't know. <laughs> but when I saw Thirteen Hours, he sold so me, good. sold me, and I swear that's why he got Jack Ryan. I'm, yes. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch that movie now that I've watched the now that I've watched Quiet Place. 
in the oh, Jack man. Ryan series, he dude. has won me. I think he is going to be one of my favorite he actors. He is. He's yeah. won me, dude. He has so won me. I hate but that you, it took this long yeah. for him to get the parts that showed his talent, but I, I'm glad it came out now and yeah, not yeah, 10 yeah. years from now where yeah. he had to you know, get him all out. Kind of like yeah. The Rock. You know, he got started real late, or he got big real late yes. and now he's knocking them out oh, yeah. one after another just so he can have a full list of movies by the time he <laughs> retires yeah. Um, yeah but like in the evolution of military movies I just think there was like a time period where it was nothing but it then it ends and then we have a little break and then you have all your uh, Richard Pryor Gene Wilder uh you know, straight up comedy movies, and then you have that like little comeback mm-hmm. where you have general topic yeah. comedy movies, and mm-hmm. then it's like dead. No more comedy movies because now everybody's sensitive and on the internet and just expressing okay, so, whatever. Yeah, you know. and tell me if I'm wrong because I might be going with you on this. Like, <clears throat> okay, so Hamburger Hill, Full Metal Jacket, those kind, of, those are intense. Yes, movies like those yes. movies right there are like what we probably based war on. Yeah. And then in the 90s, we had uh, Hot Shots and Stripes came out in the 80s. And we had the humor. And now, like he said, it's just so sensitive now. Now we have to go back to, you know, well, let's be careful about this. Let's get some intent. You know. It's it's now, it's either a story or nothing. There, there like, so, a so, story or nothing. I think, I think that's the, the security blanket for writers and directors now. Because if they're tell, they're adapting a true story, nobody can really critique them yeah. in that internet troll way. I get um, So, I mean, they can literally just say... We adapted a true story. Right. Yeah. Okay, we're telling a true story. Something that really happened. I'm not making this up and pulling it out of my butt yeah. and right, putting it on right, screen. Right. This is something that really happened. Yeah. So, and I think that's their security blanket. Yeah. So, yeah, not, I agree with you. They're not creating anything, you know, funny and new because they don't want to deal. They with don't the want to deal, the right. deal with that fight. They right. don't want to have that fight. To where uh, their movie might not even hit the shelves. Exactly. Yeah. No, I got you. What if you know? What if the military invested in movies? To glorify military, because military I, humor, military humor, kind of lighten it up, yeah. So you can get more people to you know, recruit. We haven't seen something, you know, like, like you see, you you have a lot of true story, like Thirteenth Hour. Yeah, that was. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I know the story because I know about the whole email thing or whatever. It, yeah. But it was basically a movie about how screwed these guys were. Yeah, and you know. People who were thinking about the military don't want to see that. They don't want to see that side of it, which, I mean, I love those movies. Don't get me wrong. Uh, But, like, if you thought of it on a military standpoint about getting people to come in, you know, when they see movies like that and see the seriousness and see the truth, then they're like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be a part of that. But then, you know, if military, military gets an endless budget, they could use it as a recruitment tool yeah okay so um everybody every branch has its you know trademarked you know name you know so but we could literally create armed forces studios yes i mean yeah yeah and just start creating whatever and it could be comedy it could be i mean if they want truth but you know i think the comedy era and that in it doesn't have to be hot shots it could be light-hearted fun show show one side of it and then you know, make it fun and then com- comedic, and then p- 
people will start to love like the military again because I, you know, especially ooh, these days. Ooh, we could create the AFEU, the Armed Forces Extended Universe. <laughs> <laughs> that is genius. That's some uh, James Cameron stuff. Right there. <laughs> good. I, like that. I mean, we could have like we could have all these characters, comedic genius characters that we create from all the different branches of yeah. our own movies and all of a sudden we bring them together in one yeah. conglomeration movie and yeah. you know just that would be awesome. That would be great. We should write the military about that. <laughs> Idea. So that that $20,000 you pay for a toilet seat, can yeah. we get 30% of that? Yeah, <laughs> and sure. And we'll make you some good movies. We'll give you some good movies. Uh, is there a military comedy movie you would like to see turn into a TV show? I think, I think, dude, if you imagine stri- uh, Netflix getting the rights to Stripes and turning that into yeah. a weekly show, and all the, think of all the funny cadences they could yes. come up with. Yes. Yeah. And and the one of the coolest parts about Stripes is the the uh, recreational vehicle. Yes. Like yeah. I'm trying to, you know, there. Okay, so side side thing. The EM50. The EM50 <laughs> side thing. There's a guy on eBay who builds the EM50. Uh, you know, model. Uh-huh. I mean, nice. it's expensive because he customizes it. Yes. But yes, I will be owning that, and that will be on my <laughs> shelf. Uh, but like, but stuff like that. So you have the you have a goofball comedy with interesting with characters. Interesting, yeah. And then you could bring in cool things like new tanks, new ships, stuff that they end up getting a part of. But but you could just make it around this goofball troop. Yes. That always gets the crap detail. Yeah. And somehow winds up screwing up everything but coming out shining in the end. As the heroes. Yes. That's why I said that's right there is what I I say um, down Periscope with the original cast. I'd say would make an awesome TV show, and then every year he's working his way up every episode to the next class submarine. Because yeah. yeah. he's getting the Sea Wolf class, yeah. this class, and he just keeps every year he's working. So he's every episode he's trying his best to complete these stages yeah. to get to gain the new class submarine. Who? Let me ask you this: Who? Who do you think today? Uh, since Kelsey Grammer's too old to reprise that role, who do you think today would be a good person to take over the Dodge role? Oh, that is. I have a good hard. one. What is I have it? a good one, and it's all based on tag. Uh-huh. And that's John Hamm. Because he is hilarious, but he could also be serious. Yeah. You know, I could. Dude, totally, I'm a John Hamm fan, dude. I could I, be on board with that. He is. He he's just like Justin Timberlake. Like he he shines within the comedy. I agree with that. But you know, like when he needs a, when he has a serious role, like Mad Men. I never yeah. saw the show, but I know it's a drama. Uh, he can do serious, and I think I think when I think Dodge today, I think John Hamm could take yeah. that role. Oh, man, he would be great. Uh, I would man, I would love to see a even today. I would love to see a TV show. I think you could. I think you can get a good seven seasons. Out of uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, but the thing is, though, he was, he was such a unique... It was Robin Williams. That was pure Robin Williams. Who could do... Uh, the guy who is imitating him on you, YouTube. Exactly. That there, guy who... I mean, that he, guy, yeah. That guy is spot awesome. on. I, I, if this was a show that took That guy's spot on, dude. And it would, it would have to take place during the Vietnam time. Yes. Not... Good Morning Afghanistan. Oh, it would right. have to be Good Morning Vietnam. Something that's been done with for 40 or however long. Yeah. You know, 40, 50 years. 
and I the that part would have to be someone brand new. Yeah. No one that has been in the uh, spotlight at all. That way you can't destroy him on social media if he's yeah. awful because you don't know where he came from. Right. And if he is just as good, if not better, at that character, then you just made a star. And then you can get a good seven seasons, kind of like Sons of Anarchy made mm-hmm. uh, uh, Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam's career. Yeah. Uh, ended at seven. You know, he just needs a better agent so he can get better parts. But I think you can make a career out of that uh, uh, for a new actor and you could get a good mixture of comedy and serious. Yeah. And you could have those dramatic parts and the comedic parts. So you could reach every audience out there and you could have something that will give knowledge to people who don't know a whole lot about the Vietnam War Mm -hmm. and you would have those people who were a part of it at some point and they would have something that they can enjoy and relate to. Is it just me or, I mean, we all know this fact, but it's one of those facts we all know, but every time we do any kind of research or study about any, but study about the topic of Vietnam, does it still shock you to this day that that conflict lasted 20 years? Man. <laughs> well, it doesn't anymore since we've been in the terror war for, what, 17 years well, now? I mean, yeah, but the, you think about it, though. Yeah. They, they've done a... I think the, the media and the military have done a great job at distracting you by... Naming Name each it. phase of it, yeah, you know, like making it a different part, make, trying to make it a different thing, so yeah. it's not you don't mentally. Right. They literally, it was the Vietnam conflict for yeah. twenty flipping years. Yeah, that is just that just killed. I don't know. I can't. I couldn't imagine that. I mean, that ruled people's lives for that long. Yeah, you know, for me, whenever it comes to TV shows and like a movie that I love. I could see him doing a Renaissance Man TV show. Yeah, that would be good. That like would be really the, good. I mean, I could totally. And you could see have a that. new class every yeah. season. Every yeah, season. every season. Every season, class. just bring a new class, and, and, then, and they go back and pull in a new type of like you know they they pulled in Shakespeare. Right, and right, right, right. You could bring in more yeah. you know content to base it on. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be, be mine. Like, that's what that'd I'd be, be hoping good. for. You know, also this going back to the show I was talking about. You were talking about John Hamm, and mm-hmm. I think I thought of somebody a little off the wall. Okay, probably not somebody you would think that I may even bring up but I don't know I think his humor is is, is in there and it needs to come out Josh Brolin <laughs> yeah I think Josh Brolin would yeah. do a really good a really good uh, Tom Dodge in Tom the TV Dodge. series I can see that yeah I can see that he does some comedy like I thought he yeah. was hilarious in Men in Black yes I think I think Josh Brolin could take on any uh give me his name <laughs> I am blanking tonight. Uh, his Great. name. Give me his name, Ryan. <laughs> Give me the name. Tommy Josh Lee Bro- Jones. Tommy. Thank you. Oh, Tommy like, Lee Jones. I was like, sorry. Give you whose name? My I was like, what name, are you doing? My brain that no, no, it just went to off. Whose name? Thanos. No, I think I think Josh Brolin could take any Tommy Lee Jones. Character. He did such a great job of reprising him. I see. I think they could start. The Fugitive series again. I would love to see Josh and have Brolin Josh Brolin as Tommy Lee Jones as, as Tommy Lee U.S. Marshal. You 
just made my year. <laughs> if they would only do it. Yeah. I mean, but he would be the only that, one that could do it. Oh my god. Could you imagine if they genius. Did, Could you imagine if they went back just a few years earlier, like right at before the Men in Black? And used him to do kind of a backstory yes. on him getting into the secret service. But at or the same time, he's at the perfect the, age where he can go into, he could fill in the spots in between the fugitive yes. and U.S. Marshals. You could throw anything in there because there is time in between there where they're all, because when one case ends, he's like uh, The Rock in yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fast and Furious. When one case ends, he goes to the next. He has mm-hmm. to close the case in order to move on. Yeah, and you could, he would be he would be the only one that could take that role, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, what is the worst movie in this genre that you ever seen? In the Army Now. In the Army Now. Come and, on, man. And, Why and, though? Because it's is got it Polly just because Polly Shore. Just because of Polly Shore. All right. If you if you take Polly Shore and replace it, there's no. I, I can't because. I watched that movie one time and mm-hmm. I never went back and watched it again oh, because man. of Polly Shore. So you what I about will, David Allen Greer's part? You know what? <laughs> David Allen Greer is hit or miss for me. Oh man. To um, me he I'm had gonna, that unique character. But I'm gonna stack that with Delta Farce. Yes, that was mine. That was mine. I didn't even make it through that yeah, movie. It was so that crappy. Was mine. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this right now, and if I doubt my ex boss is ever gonna listen to this, but I was traveling with my old boss, Mark Gregory. Um, and we, I think we were in, I think we were in Texas. Uh, we were out going to uh, round up some computers to ship back to the store, and we were looking for something to do. We were at the hotel. What are we gonna do tonight? Let's look and see what movies are playing. Delta Farce was the movie. Oh, and we were like, I don't know. Uh, Let's give it a shot. I don't know. I don't, I don't really have any interest, but it's the only thing playing. It's the only thing we can make right now. So let's go try. We sat through about twenty minutes and walked yeah. out. Yeah, Dude, no, that was this mine. is what I got out of that that movie. Get her done. Pshh, pshh, pshh. That's all I got. It was That's the blue. It. it was the blue collar comedy USO tour. Yes. I mean, yeah. In, yeah. Okay. Let me tell you when they're doing their stand up one at a time, I can handle it. Yes. When you throw them all in the same movie and yes. have yeah. a bunch of stuff going on and have that skinny kid along with it which oh, yeah. I don't like yeah, I, don't I like him in Supernatural and that's it yeah and you just have a lot of nonsense going on I couldn't even finish that movie yeah I got all the way up to when they were deployed and I was out of it it was just the dumbest thing mm-hmm. I could ever my, watch my movie it's funny to me because everybody in it I actually love, except for one, I, I don't know who he is, but it, it, which makes it which makes it funny that this would be the worst movie to me. But in, I'm and just in all honesty, it is trash, and it's Tropic Thunder. I oh, love that movie. I, I hated it. I agree. Really, with you. I agree and with I, you. I, I and you're talking. Uh, it was horrible. Jack Black. <laughs> And Robert, Downey, Robert Jr. Downey Jr. I thought that was one of Robert Downey Jr.'s no. funniest parts. I, I thought, thought personally to me, I thought that was his worst. Oh, my was God. I thought it was awful. That movie. I, I no did, could I've never seen it. Never not seen it. watch it. I don't know. I would say watch it and have your own opinion because I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Obviously, but I love yeah. Ben Stiller. No matter what I would trash on here, if it's my worst, I would never, don't go see, the, you know, do it on your own, but... 
I there are some movies I would garbage. say don't go see. Don't go see Delta Farce. Please yes, avoid don't. that piece no, of garbage. That <laughs> that's, that, see, I've never seen it. Nor that's an I hour and a half it. of your life you can never get back. But see, Tropic Thunder, I think you can get mixed. Because I you love can. Ben Stiller. I love Jack Black. But, you know, Rob, put throwing Robert Downey Jr. in there, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if he could hang. <laughs> but the situation they put him in, yeah. I thought, I just thought that was hilarious. I, I love an I love English actor trying to, <laughs> who, who, yeah. who like who has a surgery or a... tattooed, and he tattooed himself black. No, he just, he face paint. He face he, paint. Yeah. Well, but it was permanent though, wasn't it? Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he was he had to become he method. That. He method. He yeah, like, he had to become top, that. He was, was the awful. it was the it was the deepest form of method acting by getting it yes surgically done. Awful. And but they make fun of that, yeah. and they even say that that's offensive in the movie and stuff. Awful. I I thought it was great. Awful. Uh, n- name a movie in this genre you think could get a remake, but you have to give me some actors that would. Darn fly! There's a fly in my face. Tom Selleck's after me in this fly. <laughs> <laughs> there are zero I think need to be remade. Okay, y'all are gonna be shocked at me right now okay because i think both and i love the originals you cannot replace the originals the originals will always be in my life for the rest of my life yeah but i think spies like us and stripes could get a remake no 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 and these are my actors these are my actors (laughs) nope i think it's spies like us i can see jason sudeikis and paul rudd hell no be Austin Millbarge. No, 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 no. Come on, you got to be open. You got to be open. Mount. You got to be open. It will never happen. It will never happen. That was my. That was my mind opening, and still not receiving this idea. And in stripes, I think you could have Kevin Hart and Seth Rogen. Nope, you lost me. <laughs> well, do you have no. any movies that could be remade? No, I have none. There's none. Here's here's what I wrote down. Um, I would. This like, could be any military this is what he movie. Wrote down. This, this just, will never happen. <laughs> this is what I wrote down. I would like to see a completely different approach and some new ideas coming out of Hollywood. Yes, but you're in Netflix, the remake generation. Netflix. I don't care. I don't like the remake generation. I want to get out of the remake. Well, that's generation. too bad. This is where we are. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was telling listen, you to accept listen, this fate. <laughs> Netflix has cornered the market. On comedians. Mm -hmm. Look at all the comedians they have a relationship with on their network. They kill everybody else when it comes to relationship with comedians. You can't tell me they couldn't create a brain trust of all these comedians and come up with some new thoughts and ideas and create a military comedy. Yeah. I mean, I just I want to see a different approach. I want to see something new. I'm tired of freaking remakes. <laughs> so if I put a gun to your head and say, choose something to remake. What if I put a gun to your head? <laughs> you definitely don't hold a hypothetical gun to your therapist. <laughs> I would say, one second. Drum I love you, dear. Continue. <laughs> How about y'all? Do y'all have anything... <laughs> that would could be remade. Or do you you think would be nothing, remade and there would be a good actor nothing, to take over this? I, I, I stick with Jim on this, saying that nothing should be remade ever. But for 
for funny times and morbid curiosity. He's subscribing to the gun to the head. <laughs> I just, yeah, I do. I, well, let me you say yours. I'm going to ask it differently for you, Jim. I said, I did say stripes, but two of the dumbest characters possible, Jonah Hill and Joel David Moore. <laughs> Who's Joel David Moore? The guy from uh, the, the real skinny... That you would know it, remember him from uh, the 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 game creation film that you just told me that you we just I just started watching it. Uh-huh. You, you, <laughs> you're drawing a blank right yeah, now. Yeah, game creation. That that what's the game the game creation movie? We got the the guy. Um, I say I'm drawing a blank myself. Uh-huh. It's what is it called? Describe Death, it more. Death something or devil something. They make the game. Mm-hmm. The girl comes in to oversee it being done and completed. Mm-hmm. You have the one with the race car bed. Oh, Grandma's boy. Thank you, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> See, I needed a little more context. The, the one who created the game. The the oh 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 uh, that's in every yes. Adam Sandler movie. Okay, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The average Joe's Jim. Uh, yeah, that's yes. Joel David Moore. Okay, okay, I could take like that. him and Jonah Hill. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Let me ask it differently. If they were going to make one of these movies anyway, mm-hmm. like you hate, you don't like remakes or whatever, but they okay. announced tomorrow mm-hmm. they were going to remake this movie, mm-hmm. what act, what actors would you want? Like, okay, so let's take example, Stripes. Mm-hmm. Or, no, we're going to leave, we already talked about Good Morning America, but something like Stripes that yeah. you like. Mm-hmm. They were going to make it remake it anyway. Yeah. What actors would you choose to play those parts? I'd come over here and I'd spin this random wheel of fortune of all these unknown actors. He's not being fun. Is it going to be Tom Selleck? (laughs) Tom Selleck and Tom Selleck's mustache. It's going to be. (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'll pull two people randomly from the National Guard. <laughs> Not Tom Selleck. Not though. Tom Selleck, though. <laughs> Maybe his mustache. Maybe, his, Maybe mustache. his mustache. Yes. I bet his. I bet his mustache won an award. Not him. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ryan? Is is there? Yeah, a movie? I'm gonna say. And it took me a minute to really think about this, and y'all probably disagree. I'd like. To, I mean, I'm fine with a remake of First Blood. First Blood. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. All right. And I mean, who who would be? The thing the, is, is I would want. Not as Rambo. I want Liam Neeson in the Brian Dennehy part as the sheriff. And in the Rambo part, give me a younger actor. Give me a, and I just watched this the other day, O'Shea Jackson, straight out of Compton. Oh, Ice Cube son. okay. Like, just give me somebody like that. Like, just got out of the military. You know, he's not, he's a big guy. Yeah. But he's not like Stallone big. Yeah. But give me somebody that, you know, like that. But yeah, can, I'm going yeah, with I can that. get on board with that. I don't know who to cast as Troutman, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Any big guy, I guess. Tom uh, Selleck. He's Tom Troutman. Selleck. He did it. Hallelujah. 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 His mustache. <laughs> Next week, it'll just be me. <laughs> Two weeks. I'm sorry. And a picture of his mustache. And a picture of his mustache. Starting my own Tom Selleck podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, Welcome to the stash. <laughs> Are there any. It's going to uh, be called Magnum RA. <laughs> Is there anything non-Tom Selleck related that we haven't talked about that y'all want to say? 
No. Church, uh, I'm going home. <laughs> he's going to cuddle up with his uh, framed picture of Tom Selleck in his uh, National Guard hey, uniform. it's Friday night. Well, Blue Bloods is on, so. He's got to wrap this up. Being that this is a military part of a, sh- a military show, I would like to give a shout-out to my good friend, Lane Henson, for making Chief Petty Officer in the Navy. Oh, what? Congratulations, congratulations, brother. Congratulations. Yeah, and again, we'd like to thank uh, all the men and women of the Armed Forces especially the National Guard. Yes. Yes, we've been making a lot of jokes. Like I said, old National Guard versus today. I will not mess with you today. You know what? We if appreciate all branches of military today. All National Guard people, just message me and I'll give you his address. Hey, if, <laughs> if you message us on all the social media, I will take your hate mail. And I will love you and appreciate your service to the, our country. You ensure our freedom and we thank you very much. All branches of government, all military, all veterans, we'd like to thank you for serving uh, in to what are you laughing at, guy? Just, you know, you're laughing at a very inappropriate no, time. That's just because now that I'm thinking... You're thinking of Tom Selleck? No, yes, because every, when he said I'll give him the address, now I'm just picturing a bunch of people mailing him a shirtless picture of Tom Selleck. <laughs> hey, if it's signed, if it's signed, I will take it. Thank you. Uh, and again, we want to remember all the 9-11 victims and families. You're in our thoughts and prayers. Um... And Jim, do you want to announce our next episode? Yes, sir. Episode 14. No retreat, no surrender. Kung fu, karate, <laughs> martial arts. And all right, all right, all music. right. Eat till it hurts. It's all me. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with me, kids. You'll never go hungry. Heck yeah. Oh, and 80 synth music along with it. Well, bit of uh, uh, I, I want to do another plug of the National Suicide Prevention 1-800-273-8255 Never give up uh, Reach out to anyone You always have an, a step before ending So we want to just reach out to everyone That's you know struggling And just call this number Or reach out to us We will help you in any way we can uh, Please like, share, and subscribe our podcast And follow us on Facebook Twitter, Instagram uh, I will be finishing uh, our email list. It's making me put them in at a time. It's not letting me add them. So it's a slow process, but I promise you I'm getting okay. there. And as we get more emails, I will add them. Uh, any more announcements? That's all I got. Well, we want to thank everyone for listening to our show. Um, please uh, rate us, um, subscribe, share. Uh, we appreciate your listening, and we love every single one of you. And we'll Absolutely. see you next time. Thank you.